The thoughts, views, and opinions shared on this podcast is strictly for entertainment purposes and do not represent the personal and professional views of the host. We do not claim to be woke in our views and opinions, so don't take us seriously. Again, it is strictly for entertainment purposes. If you do not like what we are saying, please don't listen. Thank you. Enjoy. Well, since it's Black History Month, and I will leave this off with the Afro-Indigenous community. Oh, uh, yeah. You wanted to talk about the Afro-Indigenous community. Shout out to because I definitely not that. talk about the Afro-Indigenous community. That's I'm not going to talk <laughs> negatively. I'm going to talk the honest truth. Like you said, Carl, I speak the truth, and it's reality of the facts that as we're seeing. The fact is I have a problem with the Afro-Indigenous community. I did think something. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not going to say anything. Negative, the- I got a problem. <laughs> it really is the Afro-Indigenous Anyways. What we're hearing and what we're understanding is a lot of these Afro-Indigenous people in the urban communities are moving forward and really trying to be involved with the community for the last couple, like the last decade or so. But they're being rejected because I don't know. There's there's a, there's a conflict between them and and being working with like the Indian or Indian tribes in the communities or urban urban Indian uh, communities uh, on some of their cultural teachings and values. And it seems like a lot of the Afro-Indigenous people are taking over that and they're starting to practice it. And one of the main concerns that we're seeing in New York and New Jersey, and, and there's there's a, a group that's really moving forward to giving certified traditional practitioner licenses for them to move forward and say, I'm a certified Indigenous licensed person that could use yeah. these plants in a certain way yeah. for ceremonies for our people. And they're developing yeah. that into 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 these these therapeutic models and they're using yeah. our way of life okay, that that is a huge a yeah. huge set of topics i wish i could anyways that, <laughs> that shout out to the afro indigenous community it's like stop that please understand there's boundaries of how you could and, and in the backlash is they're saying to these natives now they're saying you know what you guys are racist against black people The rocks are ready, guys. The rocks are ready. Come on, boys. Oh, okay, wait. Take I'm actually down. Out. Yate, good afternoon. And welcome to Debra Goyer's Navajo Word of the Day. Today's Navajo Word of the Day is going to be African-American. To say African-American in Navajo, you say Nakre Lejeni, African-American. Now Nakre describes three or more people walking around Nakre. It is also our word for Mexicans in Navajo. Lejen means black, so Nakre Lejeni means African-Americans. To use it in a sentence, you can say Nakre Lejeni. Which means February is Black History Month. And that is today's Navajo word of the day. African American. Have a nice day. Gentlemen, it has been a privilege playing with you tonight.
Damn, that's a rough, rough ass thumb. Yep. Yeah. Hauling woods. Looks like keeping you my family warm. Looks like you shaved down your uh, your fingerprint, trying yeah. to commit crimes or what? That's just what happens when you when you uh, get woods all the time. Your fingerprints start rubbing off. Get woods or have woods? Get woods. <laughs> Not have wood? No, because you gotta go get it so you can have it. Dang. What the heck is her shit? He's all trying to get on us about being Trump. I swear you passed one legislation and all of a sudden you're a big shot. Yeah, we're, we're all waiting for him and shit. How it goes? He's just trying to, he's just trying to flex his power on us, his status on us. So what's going on, man? How you doing? Doing pretty good. Where we get hard? I'm already hard. I come prepared. I got the new hymns delivered today, so I'm gonna try (laughs) that out tonight. While we're on the pod, so man, this is just uh, Let's see how it goes. Just uh, let, me, let me have some, break me, break me off half. We'll give you one in Vegas. I'll see you in Vegas. I just want a performance enhancer, I just want to see what it's like to operate at that level. That would be, be more that confident. would be good, yeah. Tear it up for hours, <laughs> but I don't really do that stuff anymore. So, what take hymns? No, I can't like have sex. Have you ever anymore. taken a performance enhancer? No. I, I me either. I, I mean, I've seen them at the gas station, and if I'm being completely honest, I've been curious about them. Like, of I've course. been like, the thing is, I if I had the plug, I would have tried it already. Like, if someone was like, "Hey, man, I just got a prescription. Try one." This is a this is a this is a sign or a signal to all of Delmar's ladies that get just get one for him and when he comes, just give it to him or slip it in his drink. Yeah, don't even tell me to slip it in my yeah. drink. Like, give me like false, like false uh, validation. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be out here operating on him, thinking I'm tearing it up. But the thing is, I heard that you get, um, like, if you get blue cheese or hymns, that you get, like, uh, like, like, uh, reliant on them, like, addicted almost. Yeah, well, you don't want to go back to the old you, so you gotta keep it up. Like your, like your, your, your sausage, your, your hymn gets addicted. Like your hymn won't rise to the occasion if he doesn't have the blue cheese. Dang, so that's how they get you hooked. That's how they sell. They get you hooked on that shit, huh? So we, you can, you can't stop using it. It's like Monsanto's, like you know how yeah. they need to continue to have those like uh, crops or something. Yep. Plus, we don't know the long term effects of hymns. Dude, it doesn't even matter though, because the short term effects, if it's paying off in the short term. Oh my man, I think it's a I think it's a trade off that I'm willing to make. Damn. No, I don't put that much uh, value or emphasis on sex on the sex part because has to be more than that, or else your relationship's not going to work out. 
but, you're relying on hymns for your relationship. Okay, would you be offended though if your girl gave you a hymns? No, no, I wouldn't. Okay, how about you smashed a couple times mm -hmm. and then she gives you a hymns? Oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what's this for? I might just, I like to just say stuff like that too, just for, just to make it funny, make the com make the conversation funny or awkward. Like, well, why are you giving me this for? What are you trying to say? Like, we. Yeah, no, but then again, I just thought it'd be fun. Yeah, but then again, it's like if I'm, am I really upset? Because if I'm operating on hymns, it's like me versus me. Like, can I really be mad at the, the more, I don't know. I guess you know, I don't know. It was just yeah. Never mind. I don't want to talk about. It. Just just forget about blue shoes. Take me off the uh, your subscription list. So do you think if Barry Bonds stopped taking the steroids, he would not perform as well, that he would be average? I don't know. If everyone is on performance enhancers, then I should be on performance enhancers then. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can only do so much without the hymns. Yeah. <laughs> like, even in college, people used to do Adderall, and that's like a performance enhancer in uh, college. Have you ever done Adderall? Yeah, I have. What it's does crazy. it do? Like, how, how it does it make you feel? Like, super focused and and just like gives you energy and like so much focus. Like, whatever you're doing, you're just gonna get that done. Kind of like that limitless pill, but not to that extent. But so, why don't people like? Is and you can like, like stay up. You stay up all night studying. <laughs> is there like a could, long and, term? And then take your test. And then is there a long-term drawback to it, though? Probably. Because, um, like, why not just take it all the time? Like, I wish I had some Adderall right now. Yeah, some people do take it all the time. Oh, hey, disclosure, please, people, um, do not take drugs. We are not saying take drugs. And then some people do meth because they want that same feeling. Damn, seriously? Yeah, that's the same impact or same feeling or same uh, whatever um so people i think um, the 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 beef with the carl and j man podcast is over so you guys can stop boycotting them now no i haven't heard no apology i didn't hear nobody come come up on their pod and say we apologize for our actions and for our missteps Okay, actually, let's 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 put it this way: If Hirsch forgives them, will you forgive them? Of course, I already forgive them, but the beef has to go on. We have to build. We have to use this beef to our advantage, you know. But at we what point swing it. are we giving them more like viewership and more listens? So what? Good, good for them, you know. <laughs> and plus this Hopi water stuff and they, they were dissing Dr. Wade so I kind of feel like they had it coming yeah it's fun we should continue it we should have this beef continue because you know they're Hopis and we're Navajos so fuck it well, speaking like, of really... speaking of Hopis, Navajos and coming like just being in the same area Hirsch is all, all about the Navajo partition land and all that beef too Oh yeah, see that's what I'm trying to avoid. Like I don't want any smoke with any Hopis because it seems like that 
um, Bennett Freeze area is going to like be a huge point of conflict. Damn. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to Hirsch telling us about that. Damn, there's a mosquito in here. Shit. All right, well, let's just do a topic. Would you rather have a woman with good, great cooking skills or a great career? Uh, I would prefer a woman with a great career. Before, before you, before you yeah. ask me anything, is that what you were expecting me to say? Yeah. I mean, after knowing me for like so long and doing a podcast with me for three years, is that what you were expecting? Yeah, but I thought you changed your ways, but I guess not. Your viewpoints, but you haven't that much, I guess. Okay, so okay, before I tell you before you ask me anything further, explain to me if you're you're I'm assuming you're on the other side, right? Yeah. Okay, so sell it to me. Sell sell to sell it to me the the idea of having a, a wife that can cook over a wife that has a career. Damn. Well, when you have a wife with a career, she's obviously she's not doesn't have great cooking skills, so that's <laughs> a bad that's a bad thing. Like that's that's horrible. Like what are you gonna do? Go out to eat all the time? And like I don't know. Do you like going out to eat all the time? I kind of do, but see, that's the thing. That's that's why it's easy for me to say what I said, and it's almost like a, it's like a decision. It's kind of like, would you rather have your uncle fix your car because he's a somewhat okay mechanic, or do you want a certified mechanic to fix your car? I mean, both of them are gonna get it done. It's just one is specifically trained in that area. Oh, yeah. Okay, so now I now I can say now I know. So a woman with great cooking skills. Uh, brings other um, implications that she was growing up to, you know, know how to take care of a house, a home, and um, had a very loving home and had a mom that showed her how to cook and had a dad that was, you know, provided for them. And a woman with a great career has, mm -hmm. like, trauma. There's a lot of trauma behind that. And there's a reason that she has to feel like she's in competition with the man and to succeed and i don't know anybody i don't know maybe there's one or two but they don't have like good relationships okay i will speak in general like in general i believe that would probably be true like uh i mean some women with careers make it their whole personality and in those cases i think mm -hmm. that's more so that's more so the case than it is not i think that's when women are able to have a career but not make it their whole personality and then have the willingness to come home and I, I don't want to like it sounds weird but submit not submit but uh, yeah yeah I guess submit then that's fine then then she don't know then she don't need to know how to cook <laughs> but in terms like I said in terms of speaking in general in, like speaking in general I think that most women that have careers usually have without kids usually have something like wrong not wrong with them but something an un, yeah. unmet need yeah because like if you think about all these successful women that we like you know and i know in my professional network i would say the single ones are usually very headstrong i mean uh -huh. like I, I i guess you would most people would consider them attractive women but for some reason, it's like it's like the pretty girl in the room 
that single it's like what's wrong with her like that's one of the things that it's like a big red red flag yeah all the good ones are taken man i'm telling you we're just but in stuck terms with of in terms <laughs> of cooking i don't know if, if she's cooking it feels like she's making up for something too like she's trying to be like i see i bring value to the household here don't look at my face though Mm, well, that it didn't apply that. I think I think it it was equally. They have to be equal. And, so, if that tips does that tip the scale for you? If they're equally, um, you know, on looks that they're the same. If they're equally attractive, yeah, I would prefer to have a woman with a career because we can okay. travel. Okay, here comes Hirsch. Hirsch, Hirsch, can you weigh in on this? Where are you calling in from? He's coming. He's tunnels. calling in. He's calling in from the the tunnels underneath the council chambers. Oh dang! He found him. <clears throat> Herschel Clark. Nershal. His name is Nershal now. Nerdle. What <laughs> up? Oh, okay. This is a good one for uh, the honorable. So, what's um, oh, up, fellas? Would you rather have a woman that is a great cook or has a great career? That's the, That's the question yeah. for the night. I already answered. I already said a uh, career. Yeah. Don't tell him. Oh, okay. Never mind. Want me I a career cook. woman, you know? Because I can eat Burger King for the rest of my life. You can't do. You grew yeah. up in Chinle. You're probably sick of it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a time when I was. Oh, I, when I left for college, I was done with Burger King. I love Burger King, man. I had Burger King twice last week because I went to Navajo Nation. To be honest, I go to I eat Burger King every time I go to Navajo Nation. Why? Because we, we don't have Burger. Huh? No, we don't have Burger King here in Winslow. So that's why don't like, you why don't you support the local vendors that uh, sell their food on the? Oh, I get that too. Meats? I did. I get that too. Why don't you just sure like not them. skip a meal and not have them? You know, oh yeah, I do that too. You know he don't skip no <laughs> meals. <laughs> I do inter inter intermittent. It's uh, good to fast. fast, yeah. Intermittent fasting, yeah. Yeah, come on, huh? I'm the most healthiest one here. What do you guys think? Yeah, right. No, no. I think you shouldn't, even be, on, you shouldn't even be on these health boards because it probably I'm not even on one health kidding. board. Carl, Adrian, and then you. Damn, I'm the last one. Well, I do support that um, you know, people who had diabetes. Oh yeah, I don't know. They could advocate from personal experience if they're on board if they had diabetes or some S T D, you know. So if know. you you could be on a health board if you have like a uh, like like a like gingivitis, you'd be on the teeth health board. My teeth are good, man. <laughs> it's just a little yellow because I drink a lot of coffee. Yeah. I hate it so, when people like like say that. I got regular like I've been like I don't know if it's like a comment, like people with really white teeth always point out other people's not white teeth. And it makes me self conscious about myself and then I don't want to smile. So what are you gonna do? Are you gonna get that fixed? No, I, I drink like like her said. I drink a lot of coffee. I mean, it, it's not like it's not like I don't brush my teeth. It's just like my shits aren't like movie star white. It's 
put that yeah, one. but you could oh, yeah. think you could get you could whiten it. You could, but I don't want to be too white, fixed. you know. But then it's kind of like the whole hymns thing, though. Once you do it once, yeah. then you're kind of stuck on that train for the rest yeah. of your life. Wait, wait, yeah. have you guys tried hymns? That's what we talked uh, about. I haven't tried uh, hymns. Anyways, what was your question, uh, Adrian? The question was: Would you rather have a woman with great cooking skills or a great career? One or the other. I think I have a great career, so I would. Damn, you guys are fucking bitches. I swear to God. (laughs) No, I'm just saying, like, I would rather have uh, a person who, a woman who knows how to cook, man. Why not? Oh, okay. I thought you said career. No, I said I have a a good career, so (laughs) I could provide. You know, if we want to go out, eat out, you know, good dinner once or twice a week, then I'm okay with it. As long as she knows how to cook, then we have something at home to eat. Damn, I could but, cook you'd rather, but you're saying you'd rather have that than a woman with a good career that could bring in an extra 50, yeah. 60, 70,000 a year. Yes. What if she could do both? a year. Yeah. Is that, no, is but, that an option? Well, if it was one or the other, what would you have? Oh, obviously. Other, yeah. yeah. That's what we cook, man. Every man would say a, a good survey would be about 80, 90% of the men would probably say that. Yeah. That are successful. That are, that are, well, let me, hold on. That are okay, go that are career successful, they would say yes. Eighty to ninety percent of them say yes. What I'm saying, I think that it, I'm the other way. I would rather have a woman with a career. You got to do one or the other. I mean, there has to be balance in the relationship. That's that's my thought. Like, <laughs> well, see, my my thing comes straight from like my preference because I would like prefer to go do things like maybe travel and stuff. And it's easier to do that with dual income. But if she travels, she has to work. She can't take time off. She has to work. That's harder. She has a good. If she doesn't work. She if she doesn't work, career. She's, she's yeah. a boss. But if she doesn't work, she can go whenever she wants. She can. <laughs> then I'm gonna be paying for all she... that. Yeah. So what? Dude, that's the thing. I don't want to be paying for everything. Why don't you want to pay for your lady? <laughs> what the heck? Because think, we could think, we we could go to Italy you? instead of going to. Uh, Paris and Las Vegas. See, okay, so Delmar, you really would not, you really want to be. Paris be is okay not in Italy, she, by the way. You would be oh. okay if she doesn't cook at all. Doesn't know how to cook. Yeah, she can't cook at all. You got to go out to eat all the time and shit. Uh, I could cook. I have no, no problem. Or else you got to cook. Yeah, you're such a sip, bro. Yeah. Just be real with yourself. Come on, girl, not, don't man. don't be. Catering to the audience, man. I'm Be not real. catering to the audience. Really, real question. When you guys were in college, you're living by yourself. It's not like you went out to eat all the time, right? You you learned how to cook. Nope. Yeah. I didn't have a woman that time. <laughs> so what'd you do to eat? Man, nothing I changed. Ate. I ate out, bro. Oh, damn. True. <laughs> I got my mom. She cooks every once in a while. So your mom went with you to college to yeah, cook when for I come you? home, if I don't see any on the on the stove or I'm like, damn. So I'll just go into I'm just going to Burger King. I don't have Burger King, so that's why I go I'm to just gonna go to Sonics. <laughs> I do love Sonic though. So in college you were just like, Let me go to this meeting so I can get some free pizza. <laughs> they got bologna yeah. sandwiches today. It's like conference native like training behavior is going to all the free things in college. <laughs> There ain't nothing wrong with that, man. If you're in college, yeah, you, you can live the struggle, bro. But what about need, you, Douglas? We Slater? need participants. What about he answered? What? No, he didn't answer. He, he didn't. He's avoiding it like he always does. That's right. Politician, no, he did right? answer. He said he, you have to have both. 
No, no I know. I, I want. I, mean, no, I want have, like balance. I want balance in my relationship, right? Like, okay, but can't be unbalanced. if you had to choose one, if I had to choose, like, it's like gun yeah. to my head. Would I re- like? Yeah. Would I rather my partner, girlfriend, wife do uh yeah. be good at cooking or wait or make a bunch of money? Wait, what's the difference? Well, you have, see, a you, see, have a great career. Have a great career. Being bush. Hmm. Think about your constituents. Well, what do you think they? I mean, it depends on what they want. I don't know. Yeah, and I'd what only do like. Want? What do you think they want? I've, I've been with people what? who like have careers, and I've been with people who want to take care of the home. Name a few, though. But I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. I mean, no, name literally anyone. Have you ever seen a woman before? Um, no, I I would say that. Uh, in my, experience, in my experience, yeah. in my experience, uh, the, oh, he's gonna the women I've dated who didn't like, who say we're like taking care of the home or like didn't have a career at the moment, they were like pretty unsatisfied and felt pretty unfulfilled. And then it negatively affected things. I feel like they, having a career can really help people feel better about themselves. Exactly. Whoa. But then there's like so many career Whoa. women who are like, I wish I had kids or I wish I'd had them earlier or something. And, I don't know, man. Because I think like I'm a pretty good cook myself. I know what I like. So why do I need someone else to do that? But then when exactly. they do it, it's good. There's so many bad. Okay, I'm gonna get in trouble. I mean, among my You're boys, right. among among like my boys, I would say that they are generally all better chefs or cooks or whatever than their partners, than their girlfriend or and wives actually at this point. There ain't no wrong with that. Okay. And they all have like badass I mean, themselves. I don't know. I'm going to speak okay. for all women, but I just want to say that the, the problem with having a career is that some women put off having children and they regret it. That's that's what I've seen speaking for all women. They won't express themselves because they're usually feminists and they will not yeah. put their women down. And they, they won't admit they that will they're hold wrong. That, yeah, they hold that grudge and it, it just comes out in different ways, different flaws. One of them is they choose not to cook. Just today, kidding. Today yeah. we got into like a the semi like uh like a Facebook debate kind of thing. And it was because of something that was shared. And I'll I'll share Don't the phrase it. with Don't you. That shit's not uh, helpful. Listen bro. to your podcast. Don't even like, yeah. I already know what you're gonna say. No, is Navajo men would rather keep us as peasants to American exceptionalism than be truly Diné. Manifest destiny, baby. That came from a guy too. Isn't it? Okay. My the problem with this is, I I I can see there is some truth to that statement, but I don't like the way that it's so divisive. I don't like the way like every time that there's like a point to be made, there's always like a an example to be made out of Navajo men. Like Navajo men are just existing, and then all of a sudden they get like dragged through the mud for just existing. Uh, I, Can you I don't read it like, again? What does it say? Yeah, uh, it I wasn't says, paying, I was being a Navajo man. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Navajo men would rather keep us as peasants to American exceptionalism than to be truly Diné. Sounds Navajo non-traditionalist. Men? It sounds non-traditionalist to me. Would rather keep us as peasants. I don't get it. Who? The women? 
No, that was one of the comments that someone said the women, but then that guy got flamed. I guess the thing I don't appreciate is just there's no room for like constructive dialogue. It's always like either black or white. Damn. Bro, like, I'm offended for you even bringing that to the pod, bro. <laughs> like, Me I can too. understand that. Like, like I can see the other other side's viewpoint, but at least allow for like some conversation between the two. Like it seems yeah, like whenever okay. anyone says something counterproductive to like a woke statement, they're jumped on, called all these different names, and it's like, why can't you just take whatever this person is saying but is into that really consideration? Con is that really considered a, a woke statement, though? I think it could be. I don't think that's woke. I think it's just clout changing, clout ch chasing, bro. Yeah, I mean the way that statement was like designed, it was not like united what? language. Like you don't push it out there unless you know you're gonna put get some clout on it, and that's basically why you put it out there. I don't yeah. know if it's for critical thinking. I don't think that people the are question thinking about or the answer. The statement, no, the statement. The statement. I think it's like anything, like any complex idea, when you bring it to Navajo or bring it to like the public, you have to break it down to where it's digestible to people. Like you can't just shit on people for not knowing the whole history or like not understanding like even exceptionalism, that word. Like how many Navajos actually understand what that is? Like I looked it up just to be sure that I was. Yeah. What does that mean? Exceptionalism. Does it mean like you're accepted? from exceptionalism like ex exceptionalism that's a hard word i can't even say it so exceptionalism it means, it means is, that you that you believe you're not a piece of shit that's what it means you're exceptionalism is the perception except you or belief that a species country society institution movement individual or time period is exceptional fuck that's so broad that's like saying my pronouns yeah. are he. i'm scared no, the, but that's what they're saying. They're saying that we cater to America because we kind of like believe America is exceptional. But I don't really, I, I would provide some pushback because Hirsch doesn't even stand when they're singing the national anthem. Star Spangled Banner. Yeah, because he believes, he's, he believes he's more exceptional than everybody else that's standing, that he's the oh. exception that he doesn't have to stand. Mm, speak it, brother. Speak he wants it. to be an uh, individual, and he's trying to he's trying to clout chase, and he wants to be attention. I just, he wants I'm people, just to, being people, to, people to acknowledge him and be like, oh, oh, oh good job, young, uh, ahead, young elder. Thanks for uh, not standing for the... The Pledge of Allegiance. I think like you really just, showed them. You why really am I getting shit? I feel like I was an exceptionalist and when I was yeah. on this pod, but now it's so like you guys degrading this shit. I mean, man, like what did I say? What did I do? Actually, I'm actually, just, if we if we're sticking back to that statement, he's a true Dene. Hey, there you go. What <laughs> That's what I said. It sounded like a, a, a non-traditionalist kind of a statement. I don't know in my sense. I didn't know what exceptionalist meant, so I, I didn't know how to. Fuck, it's too advanced for me, man. Why are you guys bring up these words? See, that's what but I'm saying. How like, can you not know what it means, though? That's weird. Like this. Say thing. it one more time. Say it's it one more Adrian's time. Literally, Adrian's like us. favorite topic is American exceptionalism, right? White power, yeah. American exceptionalism. No, but I'm just like everybody thinks power. that they're exceptional. So why would? And you don't even know <laughs> what that like, word means. 
And if you don't okay. even know what it means, then it just shows that a lot of people are walking around thinking they're exceptional and they don't even realize it. You know, I'll, I'll read it again. It says, power, bro. It says, that's fucked up. Navajo Sorry, men, bro. Navajo <laughs> men would rather keep us as peasants to American exceptionalism than to truly be Diné. So they would rather glorify to be an American rather than being a Danette. Basically, that's what the statement is saying. Why use big words when you can just say the way I say yeah, it? Yeah, that's a good way <laughs> to put it. Fuck, you're so clout chasing on that shit. Whoever said that, no defense, but that's clout chasing. Just say, why are you trying to be more American than being Danette? Be yourself. Dude, you have a podcast. Be- you're like literally the biggest like clout chaser. In the you're like, you know what the world yeah, needs yeah, to hear yeah. is like my voice and opinions. But wait, no, read I'm, the statement I'm, again one more time. Let me, let me I'm good, saying good. that person, not not no, not you guys don't listen. It's not a person, to me. dude. It's a collective. Okay, oh, so so like, the thing Navajo men would rather keep us as like peasants that. to American exceptionalism than to be truly Diné. Yeah, true, I, true. I just like I think it's one of those statements that like means like nothing, but it's supposed to be like thought provoking, and it's not like language to like unite people. It's I think that's one of the things that divisive, it's important man. to be critical, but yeah, there's no divisive, framework yeah. really to to do that right here. And it's kind of like when leadership talks about the relocation people, but they they just talk without any actual outcomes, and they're just so divisive when they try to do speak on it. No offense to you, Carl, but. Yeah, That's I don't really I speak on relocation issues. Yeah, bro. We want to talk about that actually. Yeah, let's let's bring it. Now, you thank you for providing a platform <laughs> for me to talk about my relocation platform. Okay. Yeah. What do you think what about What do you know about this relocation? Yeah, I heard you have a plan. You I got a plan. The plan is the plan is we're gonna relocate every chapter except for Round Rock off the reservation. And then we're gonna keep Lukachukai, Sailu Wheatfields, Rough Rock, and Rock Point. We're gonna keep my district, and then everyone else has to I think it's a pretty good opportunity though, right? Yeah, you guys could get a water park there. The land? Yeah. You understand a little bit more about water rights than we do, but can Navajo Nation build a dam? No. What, like, can you give me, like, of course we can build a dam. Like, where, no, like, where, can, can we legally dam up yeah. the water that goes? It depends. Um, if it's within the confines of a water rights settlement or, well, really just that, then yeah, or if it conforms to that. Landers, and there are proposals, no. you know, on the New Mexico side and I think on the Utah side for impoundments. So it's not going to um, happen. It, is, it, it literally is happening. I don't know. And then on the Arizona <laughs> side, that's, um, you know, being contemplated in some ways. So you're uh, the hoping to have legislation so gonna, introduced in the next couple of weeks um, yeah, announcing the framework of our, our water rights settlement. Let's build a dam, guys. Do you want to break, break news here and say if we're building a, a dam, yes or no? That's what I've been thinking about all this snow and all this moisture. Like, it's all draining down the hill. We should we should be collecting it. You know, like, you're not allowed to get that. You know, what, dude, we need we, need, we need you on the water rights negotiation. Team. Yeah, what, what have we been doing? We're gonna There's get these so like much moisture, thousand bro. gallon uh, thousand gallon tanks and start. No, that like, is a big thing because, like, if you think about like, the little Colorado River watershed and like how that drains and where it ends up. But I heard there's the settlement going to be very similar to what the Hopis already got. So why are we, I mean, that's what there I heard. There is no Hopi water settlement. What are you talking about? Well, it's similar to the, to the rulings in regards to what they got or whatever they got. No, a settlement is an opportunity to get way more than a projected legal outcome because you're, you're like all talk normal. And here I am just using words projected. 
Yeah, don't um, yeah, see, explain that word. Fault. Projections are projections. I didn't really comment on the other thing. I, I have thoughts on that, but I'll save for another time. Yeah, um, yeah I, I mean, the what are we even talking about? Oh, water I don't know. I thought we were talking about relocation to forgotten people. Obviously, we forgot already, but go ahead. Are you talking about the uh, the undeveloped land called Bennett Freeze? Yeah, who the hell is Ben? Oh, but guess what? The point I'm making is like I am in favor of a water right settlement in principle as long as it is better than what we get through, you know, litigating this for the next 30 years through the court system. It's interesting that, like, I guess, would it be if you were to structure this thing, would you structure it more like a compact, whereas every, let's say, 15 years it has to be renegotiated? Or would you rather do it as a settlement? That's what I was going to ask, yeah. As a settlement, because there's going to be less and less water going forward, so there's no reason to try to negotiate over less in the future. It's the right to deplete a certain amount from different sources. Yeah, but if there's less and less, doesn't it benefit Navajo to use its allocation, be able to dictate where its allocation goes? And if there's less of something... In my mind, in theory, that should make it more valuable. Yeah, but if you're renegotiating the regime there, then we would have a proportionally smaller amount each time in a best-case mm. scenario. There's no reason that we would get more when you renegotiate a compact. But even if you, what if you say the same, though? So you're talking about a permanent water rights settlement, then. It okay, does, you're not so talking about a compact. Is, okay, that's, that's what I'm saying. See? See, Carl? How many, yeah, you're smart, Carl. Yeah, when you break it down to the Hogan level, come down from up yeah. on your ivory tower. Uh, simple question. <laughs> yeah, crawl up, crawl up um, how from many your tunnel? Join how many Navajo families have no running water on Navajo Nation? Should know that. It's still about thirty uh, percent of our population. So, how much yeah. is drinkable? What do you mean? How much is drinkable? With that thirty percent, everybody should just move. Wait, so the 30%, 30% they don't have running water, so I guess they would be what, no, what do you 70%, say? 70%. Oh, 70%. Oh, yeah, that yeah. yeah. That's uh that's MPH statistics right there. Thank you, Master. Yeah, I had to clarify it for you. So thank you for smart, breaking huh? it down to my non-master having, you know. Oh yeah, you don't have a master's degree. That that makes sense. No, we we talked about this. Remember, he went to that private school, so he got his. Um, that's equivalent to. Oh yeah, damn. Sorry, Adrian. It's gonna it's equivalent to a master's. I thought you had a buddy there. <laughs> I don't have a master. I don't claim I'm that. Trying to turn mine back in to get a refund. Yeah, I'll take a refund. No, our public school horrible. education versus your 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 prep school education. We're, oh we're deficient. <laughs> We're Carl probably learned you probably learned about water rights like you know something cool I was talking to my mom about water rights the other night when I was driving home and she shared a story about how she used to work for the Navajo Nation um, the general counsel before we had a Department of Justice and there was a partner in that law firm who strategized the whole um the whole theory behind the Kerr McGee case, you know, that went to the Supreme Court that validate or whatever the term is, you know, our ability to tax them and collect, you know, what we needed and blah, blah, blah ended up with the PTF. Um, and it was about uh, President Zah uh, putting Tudadine in one of the attorneys or, or praying with them before that Supreme Court um, oral argument. And she's just like, you know, 
it's cool when your family's able to like talk about these historical things. And she talked to me about water rights and like stuff that she had worked on in the past. Um, I know everyone doesn't have that opportunity, but it was, it was really cool. Cause it's like, you're trying to continue, all of us try and continue legacies of our family, you know, whether it's on the land or wherever. And do you feel like the shoes that you had to fulfill in your family? I mean, you come from a prominent family. Uh, people know who you are just based on who you are. Um, do you feel like you're doing a good job? I, I, well, I think I would say is I think like my parents are proud of me. I think my grandparents would be proud of me if they were still alive. Um, I am hard on myself, so I don't, I'm not doing as well as I'd like to. Damn, you need some self love, sis. Bro, don't like, we think you're doing good, bro. Awesome job. I mean, just the, just the fact that you talk about water rights and you're going to be instrumental in having that decision for the Navajo Nation and for our Navajo people, that shit's like huge, bro. Like the shit that you're doing, that's Is incredible, that, man. Would, yeah. would you say he has imposter syndrome? Is that imposter syndrome? Um, might be. I don't even know what that means, but yeah. Isn't it? Isn't that more about like your ability to do things? Yeah, like I like this. I don't know. I think. Like you feel like you don't have the ability to do something, right? But you but do. You, but you're doing it, and, and I get that straight. I, I, you have to be critic. You have to criticize yourself, and I think that what motivates you to be a better person or be being a better. I mean, to be a criticism of yourself is good. I do that all the time, and people will say, "You know, you're doing a good job, Hirsch." Like, but I still feel like I'm not, and I don't feel satisfied internally. I don't know if it's self love or, but I think no, that I motivates me. I love hate. I love people to tell me that I'm doing but wrong. You don't let it like and, consume and, you. It's like a healthy. No, no, no. Like, you have a no, drive. It's a healthy. Right? People are like. It's a healthy there's so many lazy people out there. I'm kind of sick of it. it, it what? Yeah, Am you're I so lazy? lazy, Hirsch. Come on. I know. I'm sorry. Shit. I mean. No, no. What I'm saying is, you have you have the drive. You got that dog in you. Oh, okay. Are you call me a dog, bro. Adrian's like Kim Kardashian. He's gonna be like, get off your ass and work. Nobody wants to work. No, now everybody looks good, Adrian. Adrian looks good. So he gets away with a lot of shit. So yeah, with his like, freaking ah, Unabomber, you know, yeah. haircut and the glasses. Yeah. Comes with an ass and attitude and like, bit, they, they all just follow him. I'm going to say, Did bitches you almost say <laughs> Sorry, I had that up. Big bitch energy. <laughs> big dick energy, bro. What? Okay, big what? bitch. Head <laughs> 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 that out. <laughs> I'm not. That no, out. I'm not editing that out. We just talking hey, about. But, but but to be Fuck clear, no. but but to be clear, um, to the audience and anyone listening, Carl doesn't co-sign anything we say. I just want to make that very clear. He's just a oh, bystander. He He's in the car after with the, us right now. No, after the call, like we get out. I'm, I'm the one was, banging on the window was, saying, "Let me out! Yeah, I'm going to open out. this door." <laughs> I'm sorry yeah, for all those who are, are triggered by that comment. I just got so yeah. triggered. But I, but I, to close it out on the water rights, I am looking forward to what you guys, you know, whatever that outcome is going to come. It's because it's, it's interesting to me. It's like, I don't think people are interested, but I'm interested. So appreciate your leadership though on the real Carl. Like you're doing, you're doing. No, it's interesting because there's a lot of, so we had set up a schedule to start doing these public education sessions. And I thought that at those sessions, they would be explaining like some of the framework of the proposal but it really was just like water rights 101 and that's not what I understood it to be. So I, I've been a little disappointed in how things have rolled out. Um, and they're just like, well, it's confidential. And you're like, well, there's these things that everybody agrees on. So why do we need to hold that as confidential quite yet? We could talk about them a little bit more abstractly than 
the specifics. So it's we're working with a really compressed timeline. We need to get language, you know, today essentially of the of the settlement to Congress so it can be introduced and make it through all the committees and all the procedural things that have to take place there. Because, you know, I mean, at this point, I'm pretty confident that Trump is going to win and there's a high probability of Republicans controlling both houses. And historically, they have not funded water rights settlements at the levels that uh, the the parties who agreed to them desire. And it's going to be really difficult to get appropriate funding for us to, to do all these projects. And there are two important pipelines in my district that are critical to our future growth. And, you know, I want to see them come to fruition. So, you know what? Trump isn't going to win because the women. Yeah. Let me correct him on that. Sway it. And if you <laughs> don't, if you vote, if you don't vote for Biden, you're yeah, not short. a woman. Yeah. I was actually kind of offended by you saying, obviously, you know, you know I'm looking at Trump's going to win. Like who, who gives you the right to say that on this pod, man? I didn't say, obviously, I think realistically at this point, no, I, said, I don't think said, that he people. Said a sure thing. That's what you said. No, you said a hundred percent. You said I got thing. an ace in the hole. I know this is going to happen up my sleeve. He's like, what's happening in New York Undergrounds? I know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I, I saw came, you guys. He came down from the higher ups. Yeah, he ups saw the win. playbook. Yeah. <laughs> he saw the blueprint. He, he man. saw the script. Yeah. yeah. Just kidding, girl. It's all because those Trump, Trump shoes. <laughs> Adrian, you should buy the Trump shoes. You should have bought the Trump oh, shoes. You should, bro. You should wear those to the chamber. Yeah, just to be ironic. That would have been cool. Dude, if he like, ever did, Carl, would you recognize the shoes? I'd be like, I want to recognize Mr. Dotson in the crowd. Can you please look, lift up your sneaker? <laughs> badass, bro. That'd be cool. That'd be badass. And then I'd get you remember when Ricky Nez wore a U.S. Cavalry, like, you know, the cowboy hat, whatever it's called, on the council floor? Did he really? I had this not know that. Where did he get Rick, that from? He from was being, he, I mean, he, he was, a, I think he's in the U.S. Cavalry. Was he really? You mean with Kit Carson in them? Yeah, well, is that, the that's like the, the it's like the tank and the mortars and the artillery, right? Isn't that I'm what they? Mess with I don't. Freaking. You should have you should have started doing the drum, the modern calibre, <laughs> like the march, <laughs> and then the Trump. <laughs> I'm just like imagining, like even when the council was like formed, you know, not even like pre-council, like what would people think, right, when it's formed? Like, oh wow, this guy that like I literally fought against, you know, like 40 <laughs> years ago. He's like shit, dude. Like, like, imagine if he rode into like Pine Ridge with that shit. See, this is what we're. This is what that quote was referring to. This is full circle there. Oh, okay. Damn, <laughs> irony. We're off yeah. that. We're off that. So, Actually, I got yeah. a question for you. Feel free to sit this now, Carl. But have you ever heard that like people, uh, like I don't know, have you ever heard about men in restrooms like? Making the pressure of their pee come out to make their junk sound bigger. What I heard that is it's like men will push increase the pressure. You said that I heard. Yeah, that like huh. men will increase you the hear pressure. Yourself or do you hear it's someone else? Is it, yeah, is it personal <laughs> experience? <laughs> no, no, no. But this is my question. It's just men in the men's restroom. So why are other dudes worried about making their junk sound bigger? Like I don't care if like the pressure is coming out on like the other Hirsch. side of the thing. I mean, Hirsch. from my experience, that's not even an issue. Yeah, from your experience, anything to entertain. 
Is that is it like a, a stronger stream when it's so on? I, I, I'm I'm so traumatized by my mom, and you guys know if you guys know the pod from the early beginning, I had to go into into stalls and sit down just to just to make sure that I catch myself every once in a while. You still do that? Because yep. you were pissing all over her. I floor. do it too. Damn. But I'm not circumcised. Damn. Ask you a question. <laughs> you can't ask him anything like that. Stop. You could stay out of this conversation, but we could bring you in a conversation if you would like. But <laughs> I've never heard of men doing that to like impress other men. You know, no, but like there they do go. it just to like. I never increase, heard either. Like to make it seem like to peacock, like make it seem like they got big junk. But my like, wait, wait, like wait, if you're wait, like wait. really fat and you're chill out. then chill like out, you know. You probably have a bigger bladder, right? Because you just got a but lot. Or you're is, a bigger person. What the fuck is that? But the thing is, why are you trying to impress the other men? Because we don't, like, as a man, I don't care if your junk's bigger. Like, there's well, no me, women in me, here. Let me ask you a question. Dan, where, where do you get these kind of content? Where do you bring, like, it, yeah, it's well, yeah, exactly. Where, where's, your, where's your references, man? Like, come on. Yeah. I listen to other podcasts. You have to some talk- dudes talking about oh, it. Oh, okay. See, okay. you should say from this other pod that I was listening to. <laughs> they, yeah, because it makes it seem like you. Are you, you on another like, podcast? No. <laughs> It's probably coming from. What the, is the name of that podcast? Tell me, like, who I want to. Yeah. R- Rory what and Maul. Who? Are they good? Yeah, Rory and Maul. New Never Rory heard of it. I think he's making that up, guys. Like, yeah, I heard it from a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I say when I say <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you heard <laughs> Rory around, around the podcast. It's like, yeah, everything I know about voting, water rights, it's from a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you guys hear the, the Boo podcast? It's fire, dude. Oh, Boo has a podcast? Yeah, Boo has a podcast. Oh, he's, he's is it good? Now, is it good? It's good. It's good. Who do you have on? What do you talk about? He just gives updates. That's not a podcast. Wait. That that's like podcast, my podcast man. where I like never post on it. It's like, I should be doing no, that. But he, but he posts on it every week. So he's, he's killing me, bro. How do, you, how do you understand? How do you understand what he's saying? Kidding, I haven't Navo. heard it. So I don't know if it's an Avo or not. It's all he's, he's been pretending to be her. She's like, dude, it was the same spot. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Don't talk bad about Boo, man. He's doing a good job. I'm not talking about I'm trying to give him some prop for starting a podcast. Hey, yeah, you, you, said, you shouldn't have said I didn't listen to it. <laughs> we all, yeah. everyone. Boo hey. listens to this and he's like, yo. Hey, Are you guys still friends with your exes on socials? Blocked. I miss them. So, yes. I got blocked by one. I don't know why she blocked me though, because I thought we were cool. We we smacked like we, we we our beef was over. I thought we were cool, and then my buddy like screenshots one of her her posts and he sends it to me. He says, "I think she's talking about you, Hirsch." And I was like, "What is this?" And I was like, and I tried looking her up, and they're like, "Damn, she, she's not my friend." Well, what was she the post? Blocked me. I uh, talking about X. She's talking about men. And- <laughs> yeah, she was talking about men. <laughs> And my buddy actually screenshots and then he's like, hey, bro, I think she's talking about you. And I was like, let me look. And I couldn't find her. Well, just say, hey, guys, that have that. long hair Here, and wear backwards hats in public health. I'm trying to find it. <laughs> but I thought that was fucked up. I was like, I thought we were cool. Like, I don't know what I did to her. Maybe she couldn't live without me. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not friends with any of my exes because I feel like if the relationship wasn't volatile then it was boring and because it was volatile we stopped being friends i think oh. it's also like if she 
if you love somebody so much that, that you just cannot, you know, you can't stand not, you I mean, can't stand being with them. So you might as well just let them go forever. It hurts too much to see your post every day come up on my timeline. Yeah, that's legit. You guys don't yeah, feel like I've been there. I know. I'm saying for females. I'm saying for females, not you guys. <laughs> no, but you, you act. You acted like that. You. That's never happened to you. Uh, it hurts so much. You never been in love, Hirsch? That's what oh, I'm asking. Never been. I love. love is not love anymore, man. I, I'm re. I'm re. Got a healing. I got to go through a healing process. You're healing now. Yeah, you guys need yep. to talk more about that. Not like misogynistic crap. And, but that helps our healing. That helps, man. Like you don't yeah. know how people heal in different ways. So how do you gonna judge our healing? That's true. You should encourage healthy healing instead of like Yeah, we stop be toxic. We stop drinking. And this yeah. is a safe space. On the pod. Yeah, by the way, very proud space. of you for that. On the pod. <laughs> On the pod. Yeah, me too. Man, yeah, we're, we're trying to set a better example. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah. we're we had to we had to take down those episodes. Had to clean up our act. We yeah. have messages for the people. Do you guys take down some episodes? Is that real? You Did can edit really. This no, no, you don't. Didn't. Why are we gonna edit anything else? We're not gonna edit anything. But anyways, I'll read my uh, former ex um, post. Former okay. ex, former ex, you guys oh, back together? Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. Congratulations, former ex. Sorry, babe. It's like Rod Swanson with one of his tammies. <laughs> She's listening. I'm sorry. I mean, putting your putting your chick on blast right now. That's funny. No, I'll re- I won't read everything she says. But no, say, say it. Is, Come on. Just read it. Just read it. Is, uh, read it. Is, well, what? It's too much. But what it says, I have been in so many really bad relationships like this and learned to get away from the honesty. It gives her anxiety watching you go back and back and blah, blah, blah. It's, it's not Come me, on. It's not what, me. You Damn, lying? You're toxic. What, you were you're lying? Toxic. How long ago is that? She's all, I'm thankful um, to be away from Nurshall. She's Nurshall. like, that, that fucking Navajo. But no, I mean, I love her. She, she she knows who I am, but anyways, it's it's it wasn't even relevant to me. I don't know what my buddy was telling me. I got telling me that that doesn't mean that's not me, man. You you didn't used to be. Alive. Wait, what did she say? I I had to look at working now. Yes, t- oh, tell him know. tell him what she says. She says I miss him so much that I cannot stand the fact that I had to block him. <laughs> oh really? Wow. Yep. And and I knew it was me. You know? <laughs> I mean, that's what, like one of my or a couple of exes told me the last day. Yeah. How many exes have you had in the last uh, three months? Damn, we're trying to Zero. blow them up, man. Zero exes. Just asking. It's a yeah, he, doesn't, he doesn't break up with any of them. Oh, he's like, oh, you mean Very like traditional. He, keeps them, he keeps them, keeps them, keeps them wived up. Wived up. There yeah. you go, man. Well, I appreciate it, man. Uh, I don't know. My answer to your question is. Yeah. One, I got one. One that blocked me, basically, Delmar. I don't know if Other I've been one. blocked. I haven't checked. So, oh, but you've only, had one, you've only had one girlfriend. Is pretty much what you're saying. <laughs> only three. Well, one that really counted. We're me. back together, but, but he's not blocked. He's still but blocked. are you friends on Facebook? Are you friends on social I will media? I honestly say that when I do see her, it's like, I'm cool with her. And it's like hookup mode kind of a status. And I, and <laughs> it's, it's fun. It's cool. Like I, I, have that, I don't mind that. That's a good... But how long can you? You're like, this is where we're supposed to be in the first place. (laughs) Like, even though you have kids now, just wife her up, dude. It's it's a good weekend, bro. We're gonna have a good weekend. Live in a moment. 
I learned. How, how long that can was you hard. sustain that, though? Yeah, man. Why don't you just do you why don't you just be with her? Oh no, no, it's not. It's not gonna work, dude. Hersh is way too busy to have like a lady right now. Oh yeah, he's isn't like yeah. super focusing on himself. Focusing on himself. I was encouraged by a good friend of mine to say like you do. You really need to start focusing on your personal life. Uh, and I said, no, I'm okay. When I'm when the time comes, the time will come. But I'm trying to bring Hersh from the family, get him to yeah, with one of my single cousins. Which yeah. one? <laughs> We're not Jewish one. Names. We are not naming names on the not the Jewish. Oh, ones. come but on! Who's I don't actually, the there aren't any that are available. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Damn I don't mind going to New York. So, so if <laughs> if, if Hirsch was to date one of your Jewish relatives, would he have to join the the okay. religion? Yeah, the would he have to um, Most of my family. I'm trying to think here. Give me a sec. Dude, I could do like LeBron. Pretty much all of them have like married other Jews. I'm trying to think of like ones that haven't. There's one who's with a non-Jew right now, but is going through a divorce with a Jew. So So, for you, if someone were to be with you, would they have to convert to your religion? I've been... Good question. Okay. I mean, if I'm being like super open and personal... um, She's listening. Ra- raising a family that was Navajo and Jewish was very important to me. And then um, I was with someone who was open to doing that. And unfortunately, it did not work out. And now, I don't know, yeah. I'm like 32 and I kind of oh. just. You're a baby, man. I I don't know. I, like, I don't know if I'll have kids. I don't know if I'll ever get married. I don't know if that's going to happen. Shut up. Just, I don't know, man. This is only 32 years He's old. going through a midlife <laughs> crisis at 32. <laughs> Calm down, your little anxiety. I think like Navajo <laughs> and like Judaism is compatible, you know, but it's really hard to like. So. Well, the, there was a raise that, a Jewish household on the there rise. Was a, there was a, you guys all know who Cleve Benali is, right? His mom speak spoke Rest at the relocation. Peace. Yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. Was a good guy. Empowered. Rest in peace. Yeah. And she spoke there, and she spoke about her experience of marrying a Navajo and getting really immersed into Navajo culture. And she was actually speaking more Navajo than a lot of our own Navajo people. So I think uh, the Jewish have really a good understanding of our issues, and even talking about relocation. You know, they, they, you guys experienced that in your, you know, your history. But I think it, I think it's compatible in regards to like Jewish and Navajos. I think um, it's acceptable in our culture. And you're a good prime example. We accepted you. Oh, is that bad to say? Around. Is that bad to say how I said it? Fuck, I didn't mean it that way. But... <laughs> no, I think that's exactly how you'd say it. <laughs> I don't know. Was it? His if application it was for... is still pending. Yeah, it's yeah. still pending. Yeah. I mean, I've been initiated. You know, I looked through the mask. I've done I was raised. What? The, uh, the, his application is caught in the same process as Navajo home site leases. It'll be a couple of years. We'll let you know when you're ready. He's a counselor. We got speeded through, man. He's gonna. <laughs> he's gonna get. What's he? He got this house already, dude. All he has to do once he's out of once he's done, a house is gonna be built like that. He's like, yeah. my right away is approved. Yeah. Hey, Carl, can you <laughs> get us some home sites, man? Like on your land? I can help. Oh, on my land? Yeah, just grant it to us. You guys want to be like uh, brother husbands? Brother yeah. husbands? Yeah. Yeah. Do any of your Jewish family live in Brown Rock? Uh, my brother kind of lives with me now. Yeah. 
Yeah. My I heard brother. your brother's badass. Wow, one of my colleagues met your brother at the Net College, and he was like, "Man, he's really your brother's a bubbly person. He's really very intellectual too, and very smart." Wait, wait, wait. at Danette College or met them? Is it Danette? DPI or Danette College? You met him, and he's like, "Oh, Carl Slater's brother." Obviously, they, they knew who he were, who he was. But wait, wait is it the one with the long hair? I don't know. Who met? Just wait, said, just who who met them? Then I can figure it Pete, out. Pete. Pete who? Patricia's, Patricia's oh, Pete. Pete. Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know which one they met. But they, they might have. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Because it could have been either so I, of them. I didn't know your brother was older. That's what I'm saying. That's really cool. Shit, he's he's working there, right, at the Net College? Well, he's on the Dinesh Studies. I think maybe the president of the board of the Dinesh Studies Association. Yeah, see, that's how access you guys. See, that you're, you're, just, you're keeping it in a family, man. Keep that. That Dinesh College is yours. You should become president when you're done with the. Um, that's not. Your, your, but the Nest Studies is not like it's not under Danette College. It's a separate organization. It's a cult. That's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about something else that's not me. I don't think anyone cares on your podcast. No, hey, everyone we want to know cares. everything about you, bro. We want to know about undergrounds. We want to yeah. know about your. What's your relationship status, first of all? Dale. That's a good question. Huh. That's a good question because we should know. On all of our council delegates, what their relationship status is currently. Well, let me say say nothing. Say say nothing if you're in a relationship. We we won't hold you to saying anything. Okay. All right. Well, matter matter of fact, just jump off the pod if you're not if you're in a relationship. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and leave. All right. We'll talk to you later, Carl. Later, Carl. Damn, that was a good question too. No, oh, guys, he had bad reception. Carl's yeah, uh, later had bad reception. Just got a text saying, "Sorry, guys, I had bad reception." Understandable. He didn't want to talk about the the relocation. That's probably why, to be honest. It was no really one really wants to talk about it. I mean, I, know. I, I dread talking about it because Forgotten the, people, the elephant in the room is the Hopis. If you like, you know how upset they got about Doctor Wade. Imagine how upset they're going to get about the relocation. What's, what's the status of the beef? I would say oh, we yeah. need to keep we need to keep beefing. Well, Doctor Wade uh, Campbell showed up at the relocation. It was just like a standing ovation, like just standing. It, wouldn't, it was like five minutes of just clapping. Even the Pan, Hopis were clapping. Panties thrown. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Take no, I me think, back um, to Harvard. To be honest, I'll be. I'll give a little. Small summary over the the relocation. Uh, it was really good, to be honest. Uh, I really appreciate the host um, in regards to what they've done. They brought some really key people there in regards to the community. A lot of grassroots people. Very powerful messages that were you know related to regards to like you know the first generation, second generation. Oh, um, sorry, Carl Slater's reception came back, so he's back online, guys. Let you guys know. Oh, but it really was good. Quick. Go did ahead. you did they would they serve was it conference chicken? Bro, check this shit out. Was that Twin Arrows? <laughs> they have good chicken there. I'm yeah, sorry, my internet chicken. went out. Yeah, we 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 yeah, we figured it out. But um they serve steak, bro. Steak. Dang. All right. I hey, had, did did you I, go to Zena? I had three of them. No. I had three did of them. You, Just because you, you stop drinking doesn't mean you sub in other calories, dude. Did you um? Did you go to the Zenith bar and get the? Uh, I'm trying to talk about steak. relocation, people, and you're over here trying to talk about Zenith bars and shit like that. And me, and my that's a weight. good bar. See, nobody wants to talk about relocation, and that's the problem. We saw a lot of good, productive conversations. Well, what I want to know is, 
is the it's beef between between Wyatt That's what I'm trying to get. Carl trying to get there. and Carl and J-Man affecting the, the relocation process. So the relocation was a lot about personal stories of people. And I shared my story <laughs> with, with, with what happened on my pod. And I said, let me tell you guys about present trauma that I'm facing in, this, in the <laughs> realms of Hopi and Navajo relationships. I had this good friend of mine. And I used Wait, to did you actually Sousa. talk about? No, I didn't. I'm joking. Yeah. Wait, Herschel, did any of your family or any of them relocate to My whole family is, bro. Come on. Okay. Why do you think I'm an activist? <laughs> like, I'm only just an activist now. I don't even care who. Like, that's who I am now. You're not an activist. But, You're like best friends with the president. What are you talking about? I'm not my best friend, dude. Yeah, I yeah. Pictures we were... of him from uh, college. He used to be in his inner circle. I wish I was friends with him. Boom. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw a picture, photo I saw a picture of the uh, president. Yeah, the other day. You. there's a lot of pictures yeah. with he has with a lot of people, dude. It's like a celebrity, man. Like everybody brings up pictures. But anyways, can I tell my can I tell my relocation story? Yeah, go ahead. It was powerful, right? And right. I told him about Doctor uh, Wade Campbell, and like I said, it was a ten minute uh, like just standing over, it, like people just clapping, crowd like just going crazy over his research study. Um, but. I'm just kidding. But anyways, the, 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 the outcome of it is we need to make peace, basically. We need to work with the Hopis. I don't have anything against Suta. I don't have nothing against it. But it's his own thing. Like, he did what he did. He never apologized to me. And it's okay. And I could still consider him a friend. But he has to be accountable for his own actions. And I didn't do anything on my part. All I did was just speak up and say, hey, man, like, you didn't need to do that. But the outcome of the Hopi relocation, it was good. I think this dialogue is going to continue. Um, they're asking for uh, amendments to the Congressional Settlement Act that we did with the relocation. They're asking for money towards more of the, the second generation impact, more more so the third generation. And I think it's needed. I think there should be a, like a health needs assessment or some kind of assessment that really should be funded by the tribe instead of really looking at the federal government's responsibility. Because there's all been multiple amendments at the federal level in regards to the settlement and it's not it's it gets it gets dead basically and i think it's it should be on the now nation's accountability and their leadership to give some money some funds towards the now the, the forgotten people or the relocation people i don't know i mean i could go into deeper conversation on it but overall it was it was a healthy conference it was a healthy healthy discussions a lot of healing that still needs to happen with a lot of our community people and very emotional to be honest and it was sad carl i would say that I didn't see any leadership there. We had President Boo that was supposed to be on the agenda. We had Ethel Branch of DOJ that was invited to as well to be on the agenda. And there was a no-show. But it was okay. What what okay. days were it? It was a two-day thing, right? Yeah, it was yesterday and today. But, but did they confirm, though? Um, they were invited, but it never got any response back. Well, if they didn't confirm, it, then they have no, I mean, they have no responsibility. Well, you to should at least respond back, right? Oh, they didn't respond. That's bad. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm assume that they're busy people. Oh, yeah, they are. But I think on, on this certain issue, when, from what but I understand, every issue is like every issue that you deal with seems to be the issue. So it's like they all can't be special issues. If that's the case, then none the of them issues, are special issues. I think the issues that I pick are like I, I don't. I'm trying to understand. 
it's a game changer for a lot of our people. But it's, it's like a, you it's always a social. Get, it's a social. Well, you get you can I'm get d- four wins, and the one time you lose, you're like, man, these guys don't well, even listen to me, people. I'm only speaking of what I heard at the conference. Um, what I heard was that he reported to the the Nawan Hopi uh, Commission that there was fifty million dollars available for the commission for the relocation people. And ever since he made that verbal report to the commissioners, they've been asking him, "Where's this fifty million dollars? Like, it's not in your annual budget. It's not where are you where are you going to get this money?" The from? president said that. Yes, and that's openly been discussed, and that and that's where people are saying, "Are is it just lip service that he's giving to the nation, to the people, and saying that there's fifty million dollars there?" And even the commission's asking, like, "Where are you going to get this money from?" And now the people are like, "Okay, you have fifty million dollars." Well, it's like a thousand homes, you know. <laughs> and he said he's gonna oh thousand homes. Is it really fifty million? Well, no, I'm saying that was the other initiative, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like that in regards to I didn't, he hasn't reported ever since he said that verbally to the commission. Uh, I think they had two or three meetings and there's been no report from his office. And now that he was invited to this event, you know, he hey, this is why well. you guys need to listen to the podcast. It's not his fault if you guys he has a podcast every week where he updates you on this shit. Oh, I you don't listen. Well, in his reports, he's no report on that. He even put out a TikTok video. Yeah. He wasn't you gotta go to his TikTok. You got to go to his TikTok, I mean, go to his podcast. I'm not and that's criticizing the, the president. I'm just hearing what I'm hearing and relating to what, I, what I'm saying here. And to me, I'm that's the most the Trump thing ever. Ah, people are saying. <laughs> but I, I support saying. them because I'm not really involved with the issue until just currently, like recently. Like now I'm like, okay, I'm going to get involved because I, my family fought hard for the relocation in regards to opposing the relocation program. And we didn't consent to the law. We fought the law. And a lot of these families, they stood with us too as well. And the unfortunately, the government, you know, they didn't listen to a lot of our people. And the program to this day, it's the worst ever, you know, relocation program ever in the history. Even um, Barry Goldwater, even John McCain, under dying bed dead, our bed death, honestly, it, did say that that was probably one of the worst things that ever happened, that they they regret that in their leadership. So, obviously, there's accountability that should be there. Uh, leadership should be part of that. Um, unfortunately, there was only a few delegates there. Just oh, so there was, there were, you just said there were no delegates there. So, I'm confused. There were or there they, weren't? Because they were on the agenda and like they had to. Like, so, are you saying confusing. the delegates that showed up are nobodies? Is that what you're because you said nobody showed up? So, you're saying that the delegates that showed up were nobodies? I expect something like this in the history of our history of relocation. At least nine of the delegates should at least be there, in my honest opinion. At least 10, nine should show for up what? because this, for yeah, what? for what to show support, to show like concerns and listen to the actual concerns that are happening and, and give your legitimate reason why you think, okay, we're listening to you. We'll try to do something about it instead of but saying. But that's like what the Navajo Hopi Land Commission is for. And that's what like the delegates who represent that area. I, mm-hmm. I don't represent that area. And so I provide I deference to them and like their leadership. I'm not going to come in and tell them how to do things. I mean, I do have opinions on this. I think listen. that there's, there's still, I, I have listened a lot. Like I. So, yeah, I know. But the commission. Very opposed to. Don't even can we make quorum, bro? Well, like I, I don't fully understand like the point of the commission. It seems like 
an excuse to collect an extra paycheck and get breakfast and things. I, I've never seen anything terribly productive come out of it. It's like the resources committee. I mean, it's exactly. Just, okay. Yeah. I, and, they, and it, but they, but they built twin arrows and we could, we could sell uh fizz gin there. No, but twin arrows generates money though. I mean, it's not no, it like, uh, it, it, no, it's, is profitable. It doesn't make a lot of money. Is it, it is now? Profitable. Is it now profitable? Before it was just barely profitable for a while. Fire yeah, rocks. Fire rocks profitable. That's what I understand. Not not these fire rocks are just being idle. Yeah, they're the ones that's balancing out the the profit of all the gaming. Yeah, but I mean, Twin Arrows has a loan. I mean, as long as they're servicing their debt, they can still See, turn a profit. That's another thing they're asking. It's like, okay, you use our money, so where's our money? Where, where's what, the return? Like, used what money? They used part of the settlement settlement money to build the the, the no they the, didn't no they used the permanent trust the fund I thought That's no where they, the money was no there's to. there are rental and lease payments that come from Twin Arrows that contribute into the Navajo the Land loan commission. was taken the loan was taken from the Navajo Hopi Land Commission no it basically. was not it was not I don't explain, I, I, I explain I, how I, they built let me no. I want you to explain how they, better than I do. But so when, basically, yeah. Mark Grant at the time ended up, I think it was Grant, he ended up taking a portion of a bunch of different mm -hmm. trust yeah. funds to make a direct investment. Yeah. And so okay. in the master trust, you have different trusts, like veterans, how much, seniors, et cetera. And if um, you look how, at but how the much report money was at the end of the year, the, annual, the annual report produced by the, I think it's o -O OMB, OMB, my question, you can see where this money came from and you can see how much was paid back. Like people don't want to do the legwork. quarterly work. too, yeah. Yeah, people don't want what to I'm do saying, the legwork and actually look for this information. I've seen it and that's how I know that what Carl is saying is true. How much money did they take? Did they take from the Hopi? I think that the total look, no, I, that's what I'm saying. In principle, there's no money taken from them. Also, okay. Yeah. Well, you go tell the forgotten people. It's I'm barely learning about the issue. It's like it's not. Like, I, I have I people don't. in each of my chapters that call themselves the forgotten people too. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Us, us like, in Utah are forgotten too. We don't even have. And a... Utah loves that one as well. <laughs> yeah. You guys, Utah just vote of Mormons. They'll help you out up there. <laughs> so, what do you think about the president meeting with the the president of the LDS Church? Okay. I didn't even know he met with the. Yeah, he didn't put that one on me. his TikTok videos. To be honest, no, it's I don't on the like gram. It. It's on the gram. Yeah, to be honest, I don't like it because if you know the history of what Mormons did to our Navajo people, and that that actually speaks to the relocation of like you know cultural genocide. That all was you know all coming from the Mormon leadership when it comes to relocating our people and using. It's just a stick. No, I don't. I, I will. Okay, my only criticism about, about that is I would like to know what. It, he's intending to accomplish with a meeting like that because it's my understanding that there are people locally that can't get a meeting with our president and yet there's a guy okay. like miles away like a, a airplane right away that can meet with our president yeah. i just want to know what the purpose was yeah i feel like it's very easy to use the position of the president um to like burnish your organization or religion's credentials or something. And that's one thing I liked about Nez is that he didn't, he didn't do that um, or like a political party or something. Um, but I think when you're a younger political leader and you're trying to establish legitimacy, then you're more susceptible to doing things like that. And to me, 
there still is an incredible amount of pain and hurt and um, material effects from the Mormon placement program that haven't mm -hmm. been addressed and rectified. And I think that we're still owed a lot by the church. In addition to that, you know, there's a lot of media reports in the past year or maybe, I don't know, maybe four months, I'm guessing, that have come out related to this risk program that the, I think it's their risk services or I forget what it's called risk management in the church where they go out and they position themselves saying that we are there to assist, um, you know, the alleged victims of uh, sexual right. harassment, sexual misconduct, um, sexual violence by people affiliated with the church. And then they end up signing these agreements where, you know, they're settling and saying, okay, well, we're not going to sue the church. We're not going to go public. We're not going to do this. Um, you know, I can send you guys some podcasts. I mean, to me, that is, that's a lot of that work is very important to me. And I work with our domestic violence shelters when I was on Hess and I continue to do that in the budget and finance committee. Like I, I don't know. I really dislike that. You know, it's just like what the Catholic church did with the priests, but this is an all lay church, so there's no priesthood. You think you think you think Boo's looking for resources and advice on how they could deal with the opioid crisis, and that's what the Mormon Church is dealing with, you know, recently within the last ten years. And they no, he said language. On that. He said oh, what? he said language. That's that's what was in the press release. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Which, only criticism I will say is like exactly what you just said, Carla. Understand the legacy of you know Mormon Church relationships with a lot of our community people. It's not that great it's not that good um and i think it, also if anyone should know about that history he should because he is from the he area right that i'm from yeah exactly. I, I don't know his mom it doesn't sound like his mom was relocated but my 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 dad was a part of not relocated a, a part of that placement, placement program. program yeah my dad was a part of that yeah. placement program so i mean he makes it a priority to meet with him it's kind of like i didn't know that but now it's like we he didn't make a priority to 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 make this conference and maybe it's a schedule i don't know but i'm just throwing hate on it because i would have been it would have been nice to have him there and speak to the people in regards to a lot of questions and clarifications that he has regards to um well, would you, know, you have felt better if he sent the vice president there at least she was there but she didn't speak but oh, okay was... you you said no leaders were there Wait, she was there at the relocation conference that's what I heard. I mean, I didn't see her physically, to be honest, because there's there was a lot of people there. There was about at least three, four hundred people, I would say. And you know what? I didn't see her there. I, I was there too in spirit. You can hear yeah. me in the echoes of the uh, hope you support the casino halls. But I'm just saying, like this this population, it's it's a lot of. Emo I mean, if you guys were there, you was we wouldn't be joking about it. But obviously, as you guys are not from the area, but it really impacted a lot of people and generational wise too. And we're still trying to heal. And we're just trying to ask for support and resources to be given to this population. And continuously, they've been asking and asking and asking. And but you have done. you have the Hopi Land Commission, don't you have Navajo Thaw too? Aren't they involved with? Well, that's like, what they they they're they're against Navajo Thaw because they say you spent all this money on these studies, but nothing has come of it. And so where's the I think there's a fundamental mismatch between well, what a study is. It's not a guarantee of. So who funds development, right? Which like who the funds Thaw? That was money that came from the feds. Okay, so Thaw and Hopi Land. So which one is Office that of, it was O'Neill, Office of Navajo Hopi Indian Relocation. 
And that office is ready to close down, right? Is what yeah, or, yeah, McCain's been tr- was trying to shut it down. I guess. I yeah. It's right now. So it's kind of in a, in a really bad situation, and all they're asking for is just like, and 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 I think it could be done. I think there should be some money set aside uh, from the gaming or from the permanent trust fund. I mean, there there should put some money investment into that. I know there is probably some, but I think there's should be a lot more um, resources given to the people there. Because think about it. They promise a school, they promise hospitals, they promise all kinds of different kind of resources in developing these communities. Economically development, you know, firehouses, police departments. It's uh, like there's literally nothing out there in those communities. I guess as a leader, how do you prioritize them? Because Hirsch, you're saying that these people deserve all these other things. And then there's probably a group of people from different areas that are like, I deserve this. My cause deserves this. We've been going through this. We just like... At what there point? was a settlement, brother. That's what I'm saying. There's a settlement. Those other people, there was no settlement. They weren't re-removed. They weren't removed from their homelands. You understand that? Like a lot of these people lost their connection to their homes. There's substance abuse. There's like it's just a yeah, lot. Yeah, decimated of- a lot of the communities. Like, hmm. I mean, just a lot so lost like, a lot of traditional knowledge holders, like Kotaku in the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like these people. But going back to the Mormon not. thing, real quick. I mean, it's it doesn't start with the placement program, right? Like the the settlements of in southern Utah, and then down in the White Mountains, and then down over into New Mexico near near Rama, that area. Those are all areas where white Mormon settlers came in and forcibly removed and pushed off Navajo families that were living in those areas. You know, south of Winslow, all around there. Yeah, and that's something where it's like. I don't think that's ever been addressed. I don't know of any addressing of that by the church. You know, there is like the Mormon wars that took place with the U.S. government, um, and I'm not an expert in those things. But yeah, we deserve. You look money, at the man. contemporary context of like uh, how you know there are certain machine politics that are an open secret in a lot of these communities that are tied into the church, and that's something where our people are disadvantaged from political power if we don't. We're not a part of that. Um, and the effect is, you know, those are, let's say, Southern Utah, Southeastern Utah, um, Bears Ears, right? There's a lot of people who's like, oh, well, this is our land and we've always had it. We've been here, you know, for five generations or six generations or whatever. And you're like, okay, well, like, who did you displace? And like, that's why there's Touche and Hogan's and like all this stuff that are on this land. And they date. Curiously, right back to when you guys showed up. Now, that's why you see all these quote-unquote ruins and whatever, you know? So, I don't know. I I, I dislike that we went there, you know, the... Well, the according to the Jewish... According to the Mormon Bible, they were here a long time before uh, anybody. Yep. That's true. We are a lost was... tribe of Israel. All right. Hey, her, 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 close I want to say we're lost, but we're a tribe. No, they say that we, you know, we need to be civilized. And it was only until yeah. political pressure was put to on them that they changed doctrine. Issue, Hirsch. I have, I have I a question have no to ask, ask you. Manifest destiny, baby. So yeah, you, 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 you got to stop ad- saying that. You advocate Thank for you. a lot of causes. At what point do you think that you're taking on too much and you become ineffective? Because Yeah, that's what I realized. And... That's what I'm saying. Like this issue, I'm advocating. You just show up to a conference. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is my first time really engaging. Like, I, I, my family was part of this. My grandpa was the, you know, councilman in our area and really opposed the relocation and the relocation program. And one of the first thing he did was a delegate 
is he got the relocation program out of our communities and said, get but, your asses up and, and get out of here. But I'm just saying, my family's been really involved with this. But when but it comes you still to issues, have well, I'm trying to answer your issue. question. No, you okay, still I'm have trying to ask. Give me the long-winded answer. Let, 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 let I want to hear this about Hirsch. I want to know. Well, I'm trying to hear about that damn conference. I want to hear, like, just answer the question. How we're going to contribute to this is my boss was actually one of the keynote speakers there and took the president's spot. Shout out to her and shout out to Cora Phillips, a very powerful woman in regards to this issue. But how we're going to contribute is our expertise in regards to like how do we solve historic like generational trauma? How do we solve a lot of these issues? So there's funding out there. There's grant available from NIH. There's grant available from Navajo Nation as well. But I think if we could work with our leadership and our expertise in the work that we do, we could do like a really nice health and needs, needs assessment like research to really gather data to gather a lot of these stories to help heal our people and to understand that there is still a lot of healing that needs to happen and there's still a lot of uh, impacts, health impacts that are, are really devastating our people and that data is not captured and that's where we come involved and I don't mind doing that. It's the work that I do in my, in, in my no, job. So at, at, at I'm not going to take the whole issue on. Ineffective though, like you still haven't closed out your your healthcare initiative as it relates to smoking. Like, at what point do you feel like you're spreading yourself too thin? Like, what's the saying? A jack of all trades is a master but of I think none. I'm with, I'm in the work that I do because tobacco control. What I'm what we're transitioning into the work that we do is we're really trying to work with our traditional people and really trying to promote thermal tobacco as a healing component of who we are as Diné people. And the work is 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 so much connected to a lot of different areas, and it's like, why not? contribute and try to assist and help with other issues. I'm not I'm not expanding myself, but my issue is tobacco and health. And then anything with plants, traditionalists, we're there to support. We're not there to like ignore it and say, oh, I'm in my lane. I don't want to step over there. So but I know my balance. Like I know there's there's a structure balance of how much I could take on it. And it's like, I'm not gonna take on the whole relocation. Shit, that's too much. <laughs> like damn. But I'm gonna support because our family is from the relocation. We have every right to speak up and say what we needed to say. It's like you, somebody did something to you and your family, and you, you're just going to ignore it just because it's not in your your area. What are you going to do? Good, yeah, yeah. If are, it if it's negatively impacting the issue that I'm currently working on, then yes, at this moment, I'm going to ignore um, that yeah. issue because I have to a, devote myself to this one. I have to close. You this would story. ignore it. Yeah, because I I need to close out what I'm doing right now before I start something new. I wouldn't ignore it. I would help support it and just give awareness to it. That's it. It's like building a house and you're like trying to put the roof on and then you're like, well, let me go focus on putting the windows on. And it's about to rain. Like it, it's about to rain. I see what you're you're worrying about the window. I guess that's what I I'm see saying. what you're saying, but I'm just saying I bit like, like what Carlos, Carlos said, I went to a conference. Like you think but, I'm going to take I, the whole I, relocation I, issue on? No, I'm not. It's like, but I will say I do get why this is important to you just because of the backstory you provided about your family. So yeah, I, I do understand that point. I just there I'm is, just worried about I'm just worried about keeping the beef up between us and Carl and J Man. There's so no beef, bro. Get more listeners so we can promote it like fifty cent. All right. The cool, start the cool a beef. I was saying, but who's like? Hope, do you want a bunch of like Hopi listeners? Do they listen to you? Like, no, we don't want to listen. No, to you. I just think if people Hopis. when when people you guys need to start like beef with like one of those big yeah. like with when uh what's that, that guy you had beef, on? Then they gotta tune into it and they gotta from the oh, northwest. Beef, what was that? The Dom Joseph? And they gotta yeah, dude. See, Dom I can't Joseph. do that because yeah. I just I just dude, can't I hate that guy. 
I hate oh, him. Oh, you hate him? Oh, let's why do you yeah. hate him? Yeah, let's go. There's the beef. Wait, yeah. Let's go. Why you hate him? Who's no, it? but we can't hate Dom Joseph. Hey, don't hate See, him. See, that's Dom? the thing. You guys yeah. are soft. You can't have beef. No. <laughs> no, no I want to hear it. You. I don't what know you. You're on a podcast once together. That's it. I love you, man. Because, but what I'm saying is this Hopi Navo thing goes back a long time. So that's why we got to keep it going with the pod. And that's true. That's our legacy. Proud. That's our birth. Yeah, that's our legacy. Yes. Stop. Yeah, I inherited this, this beef. Yeah, I inherited this beef. As a person from, exactly. coming from my community, we don't want to beef with the Hopis. You guys are not living. Are you sure? We Stop. might not have a water yeah. right settlement because of this. Yeah. Yeah. There's too much going on. From what I from what I hear, and this is like from lawyer, lawyer friends, is that the the Doctor Wade stuff was was tame compared to how like how hard they go with water rights. How hard do they go? I don't. That's just what I was told. How hard? It's real a lawyer, hard. A lawyer who works for the Navajo Nation. Blue Chew. I won't say. I won't say. Mm-hmm. Blue Chew. Blue Chew hard. I, you guys I, I get a sponsor. That, how do you guys not have them sponsoring you? Ems. Him's hard. Him's no, hard. No, it's, it's because Earth. we you bring that to Navajo people, bro. It's because we only support Native American supplements. Oh, that's there's right. a Native American. <laughs> oh, we should the, we should do our own supplement. Red Mesa gas station. What what would we call it? We just read for the Mexican water gas station. Eagle we'll just Spirit. call it <laughs> the Wolf Finger. Buffalo hide. Is... Wolf Finger. <laughs> Did you say Wolf way. Finger? Uh, Eagle unites. Buffalo balls. <laughs> there you go. Damn, Damn I like that. <laughs> Hopey riders. But yo, copyright that right now. TP creeper. Yo. Yeah. No, no that's more Midwest. We're the net. They, they get mad. Hogan rider. Hogan. Hogan schlong. Okay, you're cut off. You're yeah, on. that's yeah, too many. You went too far. You had too many stakes. Yeah, yeah. You just, you the just the slow down there, buddy. <laughs> Sorry. But we want to. He's like, we want to protect and preserve our tradition and our culture, and he whips that out. <laughs> Maybe Damn. we'll call it. We'll, we'll steal Navajo beef. How about that? Oh, we'll that, that's, that's good. good. Relocate that's good. beef. I like that. And it's Relocate. that's kind of ironic because it that mainly comes from Nahatatsil. So, but we need those are all relocatees. All right. Let me stop this. No, we don't have no beef with Hopis. Stop. We're trying to reunite with them. Gang, gang. I feel like you don't know oh, gang, any gang. other relocatees. All oh, the relocatees yeah. I know hate Hopis. The ones who like Yeah. Yeah. yeah there was there was about two hundred of them that said we need to start making peace with it's them. On we had site Hopi with a hell of a lump of We had former chairman of, of, of Hopi there. We had former delegates of Hopi came in and talked to us. And our yeah. but not current. It, it's but on not site current, for so. the what the hell do you say? My name is a well. My my outcome of it it was the Mormons' fault and the federal government's fault. That's the outcome. What did the Mormons the have Hopis. to do with relocation? I want, I'm curious. Tell me. The Mormons have to deal with their their involvement with like Barry Goldwater, um, Udall, and all those guys. They were really wanting to go after the land there for resources. And if you look at the the history of that. You'll see that the who developed the land commission, the Udalls, and then the, who was the lawyers for both Navajo and Hopi, Mormons. It was a Mormon lawyer, so their involvement was playing both games on both. Well, that's sides. another thing you got to bring up with. Uh... Well, I don't want to get into it until like all deep into the 
history and all that shit. And that's why I, I blamed them. It's like they're the ones that develop land commissions and, and land to, like to claim land in indigenous. Like they developed all that because they were after. Like just understand the history on that and how they worked. No, it was it was a completely a manufactured disagreement. Because of the fault of Congress and exterminating the Hopi Reds when they created Navajo, in addition and primarily because of the desire to construct Navajo generating station and get access to the coal on Black Mesa yeah. and Canton Mines. It's all exploitation yeah. but, of um, resources, basically. I don't want to get too technical. I hear what Adrian's it. topics are. because Yeah. Well, we got about time for one topic. And just because it's Black History Month, I just wanted to... End it strong with Black History I'm Month out. because I'm I, out. I feel no. I can't believe it's strong for Black History Month because last we time were, we left oh it hanging. And I and I yeah, wanna, there we and I don't want people to think that I don't like black people. But what I did just, you just do, Carl? Wait, hold time out. I'm offended. What did you just do on this live? I was trying right to pick now? my nose. No, uh, what's in your left hand? Yeah, what's in your left Bullshit. hand? Bullshit. Sorry, sorry, Agent, but I saw some shit that we're working on him. But go ahead. Sorry, we got Jeez. it on camera. We'll we'll play it back. Um, we'll play it back. That's a live feed right there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just I felt like I I people I left the impression I don't like black people, but I do like black people. Oh and um I, I was gonna say I'll always a good statement to clarify that yeah. we feel the need to yeah. clarify. Yeah, and I like Jewish people, and I like um, okay. all kinds of people. Okay, and um, I just wanted to say shout out to the remember that one black guy that got that knocked up five women at the same time. So he had like five baby, five women that were pregnant at the same time. And there was a picture of him floating around social media. Who we are Adrian's this guy? hero right here. <laughs> yeah, we're honoring him today. So shout out to That's that. What's his name? Yeah, what's his name? You don't even know his name. No. So the unknown black father that has five kids, you're honoring him and recognizing him. Yeah, because all his all his all his ladies are getting together and they're working together and cohabitating and collaborating to raise their five children. (laughs) I don't know. How could you have five wives? That's gangster. Well, he's got five baby mamas, not five wives, and they all live together. Yeah, and they also how could you do that? How can you do it? Because he's he's an alpha. That's why. Is it possible? It's if you're alpha. You think you think natives? You think natives could do it? Native men, the Navajo men, not native women, but I disagree with that. The one there's a someone I know who I feel like who is kind of prolific for being polyamorous. I like multiple people on like men on Valentine's Day. Wow. They all had to like come by and like spend time and all that. Damn. Are you talking yeah. about Chantel? Who's Chantel? <laughs> Chantel oh, who? Wait. oh, that's funny. Hey, wait, what hey, is she doing? Keep do? my little sister's name out of your mouth. Oh, hey. that's your little sister? What happened? I want to know. Well, because I showed up, you know, with some flowers and some chocolate, and there was like a fucking line out the door, and like everybody gets like 20 minutes. And I'm like, shit, I don't have time. I have time. in line here. I just took Where? off. Wait, oh, you drove See, you couldn't handle five. Yeah, exactly. Dude, you I can't even handle one. Yeah. You ain't even on her status, bro. Did you go to a treehouse? Yeah. 
No, no, I didn't go to the treehouse. Should have went to the treehouse, man. That's probably I where she was really. I thought the treehouse. I thought the person was from Tuba, but the treehouse was in Hard Rock. If I remember correctly. Wow. Okay. Know. Well, Chantel, keep that, keep that, uh, keep that energy up. Yeah. yeah. She got a lot of chocolate and a lot of flowers. So. Shout out to her for Valentine's Day. You're hating, bro. What do you mean? What'd you I guys do for Valentine's Day? Valentine's. Yeah, I- I had a steak. And I had a steak to myself. Just enjoyed it. Thank <laughs> myself for for my love. My self love. You just loved yourself. Gave yourself self. That's good, baby girl. I'm glad you. Uh, and then, and then after that, uh, smoked a big one and went to watch Bob Marley. Yeah. Did, did your girlfriend? Did your girlfriend um, send you some money so you could? Uh, Buy yourself like a steak or something. She forgot. She's so busy with her work that she forgot about me. <laughs> That's like, damn. Now I know. I'll say you need balance. You need balance. Yeah, because she's because you because she's a career. She's a big and, career and that's and that's what I love about her. You know, it's like man, she's just <laughs> so hard working. You know, she's so, so career minded. Yeah, yeah so it's like it's okay, babe. Yeah. We'll celebrate it this weekend. I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I gonna, about you. I'll go watch Bob Marley, babe. Go ahead, enjoy your day. Yeah. But I did watch Bob Marley. Shout out to Bob Marley, man. It's a good movie. Black oh, you did? Months. Was it good? Hey, guys, good. Who plays Bob Marley? I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to listen to their dialect, like their a- accents, really deep. But uh, it it's good. I love the songs, a little bit of history, but it could have been a little better. But I just think it's really cool. How did he die? Him. Is he one of those guys who's assassinated by the CIA or like the FBI or something? You don't know that. Come on, bro. I'm trying. Got, where was got, it? He got he got cancer. Supposedly uh, he got cancer. Yeah, he, got, he was assassinated. Yeah, he got yeah, cancer. Yeah. That's bullshit. There was conspiracy saying that they took him out, but you know he united. You know Jamaica. They easy eat him. Yep, but I love his yeah. songs, man. He's badass. They but I didn't really. Him. Yeah, basically two parts him. Yeah, but shout out if you guys haven't watched it, go watch it. Um, another one topic I want to talk to really quick. I want to bring this up to Carl because um I know you're gonna. I I sent out a massive email. To the council, I sent out a massive email to my internet's about to go out. So I, 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 I just don't. I'm not going <laughs> to criticize you guys. I, I think you guys are very busy, and I understand that. But I think it's good to bring on this pod just to bring a little awareness to it. And I, I sent out an email to all the delegates and all the leadership, and I did get a response from some delegates, and I did get a response from the president's office, which is really cool. But I, I sent out, you know. A huge issue on intellectual, like indigenous intellectual knowledge um, regarding. So the United States uh, Patent and Trademark Office is requesting tribal consultations with a lot of federally recognized tribes and state tribes in the United States, asking them how they look at intellectual property of their of our culture, like our knowledge, um, our genetics, anything revolving around basically our songs, our prayers our ceremonies, our plant-based medicines, our language, um, university, whatever comprises it, how do you define Navajo in our culture? So they're wanting to know how we look at trademark, um, copyrights, or just just patenting, um, how, how we look at that in regards to protecting our, our indigenous knowledge, our, our traditional way of life. And they're using this information, first time they did cult, uh, um, I guess, tribal consultation with the federally recognized tribes and state tribes. And they're working with the, it, it, it was a request from the World Intellectual Property Organizations who are working with all the countries throughout the world, trying to really 
have a healthy discussion or have a discussion in developing guidelines on how to protect indigenous uh, property, intellectual property at a global stage. So I really was trying to advocate to the leadership to have a comment. And even though it was late I, I, and I learned and about this. Comment? Well, how do they look at cultural protect? How do you look at protecting naval intellectual property when it comes to like our songs, our prayers, our ceremonies, NFTs, our language? Baby. Yeah. So basically that I, you know, it, it's important that, the tribal, like, it's important for Navajo Nation to step up to the table and, 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 and put their comment up there because, you know, we're the largest and most strongest and most biggest and most, you know, looked at when it comes to these issues. We are the most biggest. We're the most revered tribe. We're the most heavy Dude, we're not. We're, I mean, I, I'm very optimistic about the future of the Navajo Nation if we get our act together, but like the legal system's a joke. The, I mean, it's just, yeah. the, the, there's, a, there's a council that I think is right on the precipice of either going the same way of every other council or I mean, the, the president, the president's always going to act like the president. There's nothing transformational that's happened since, you know, Zah left office and maybe kind of hail. He did some stuff, but he also set us on a really bad path with some of these the other things. But um, I, I guess Hirsch, I, I told you, you know, like the Washington office is working on a response. There, there's a lot of moving pieces and making sure different organs within the government, but yeah, there, there's going to be public, you know, um, not public, yeah. what do you call it? You know, we're, we're going to offer um, commentary to them. Okay, good. I mean, I mean, it's good. I mean, I'm just trying to bring awareness to this issue, to the leadership. And it's it's a missed opportunity if we do not. It's okay, but I I, I, I support you guys still. There is still a chance to do like a, a congressional oversight to ask the, the patenting office to say, hey, can you guys do another tribal consultation at our request as Navajo Nation, all the tribals, all the tribes in the United States. Yeah. I mean, that's where a lot of things work out is, I mean, we always offer, um, uh, consultation, you know, responses mm -hmm. formally, but a lot of this happens from the agencies or congressional offices, just mm -hmm. calling the Washington office or the council, you know, speaker's office, the president's office and being like, you know, we, we need to hear your opinion on this. And, I think yeah. that's where it's really effective and it's not something where you just well, go out to a bunch happen of Go ahead, sorry. No, 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 go ahead. I was going to say, what can happen to property that has already been stolen and patented? Hmm. A lawsuit, maybe. I don't know. That's like what? That I don't know. That's why, um, well, that's one question. But I remember one thing, the one uh, thing about property, like just like the way you or I remember they were doing patents like on strains of like corn and vegetables and stuff. So yeah. I don't know how that impacts well, stuff, but I think, I think you know, the, similar. The, I think it's similar. Yeah. I guess just to give a little more content to, to, to the big global universal issue regards to um, psychedelic, I always say the psychedelic Renaissance movements happening throughout the world. And this is what's prop this kind of questions at the at the global level of how do we protect in, intellectual properties for indigenous peoples throughout the world when there's a whole movement from a psychedelics that are wanting to go after our plants not only our plants but our way of life and what i mean by those way of life they're trying to develop these therapeutic uh, models for treatment for non-indigenous people using indigenous intellectual knowledge like their songs or prayers their feathers um, and they're incorporating that into these therapeutic models and that's why we're trying to really advocate to the leadership. But does it work? Understand. 
We don't know, but the problem is we didn't. They didn't get no consent from us. They didn't. They didn't ask us. They're taking it from us, just like they took our land. They took our. They took everything from us. This is basically the last thing to your manifest destiny, I guess. Whatever you <laughs> say. So the yeah, and I think on top like, of that, like we believe you can't like own those essences of uh yeah. of the medicine of the plant, and so mm-hmm. if you copyright it and then market it in a way that's not. Well, that doesn't conform that, with our values, then that's you know it's very well, the, offensive. The, the good thing at the yeah. United States level, the FDA uh, original plants can't be patented, period. So that's a good thing. But the thing that is, they're trying to synthesize and extract certain molecules in these plants and try to synthesize that. Yeah, or cultivate them in a way where it's you know it's a it's a GMO, and so they say that we can we can copyright or you know whatever. I mean, sorry, trademark. Exactly. What is it? Yeah, and there's a lot of money in patented, this. Patented, patented. Yeah, patenting, trademark, copyright. And that's why we're trying to, it, it, in lines with the issue that I'm doing, and, and Delmar's trying to criticize, I'm, I'm involved with a lot of these issues. And it's like, no, I'm involved with the peyote issue, and we're trying to protect it. It's already fairly protected. It's FDA protected. It's Title 17 protected in our nation. And we're trying to protect not only peyote, but the mescaline properties in peyote. Like, we need to protect that as well. And it, it, it's interesting, the council decided today not to entertain, you know, the the discussion on making a position statement on the peyote issue which is okay i i what do you I mean understand. george Tolt's legislation yeah i understand he, it's not the council it's him it's your sponsor well we pulled it because it's not the right one but at the same time we understand that some of the leadership were saying that their constituents um kind of i'll say abdn is supportive of separating mescaline and peyote and i'll say okay that's okay we already knew that but now the council knows that but i don't think they should reject the moving forward with having an official position statement, what should happen is I encourage the council to have a work session and to invite both parties, invite ABDN leadership and let them explain why they don't want to include um, synthetic or mescaline and synthetic mescaline in the, in the legislation. And we'll explain why we're trying to include mescaline and trying to protect the properties of peyote and mescaline. And, it, and it'll be a healthy discussion. And, and we haven't heard the other side on what why they're, we heard it from Belaganas, we heard it from the pharmaceutical companies, but we haven't heard it from our own people who are advocating to the council. I agree with you, man. I agree with you. I can't yeah. be the leader on every issue and particularly things as sensitive as so, this. I just so, try to yeah, be supportive. It, it, it's very sensitive. And I understand you guys' uh, role as leadership that so you don't want to divide people, which we, we respect. I respect that. But if you could tell your colleagues that that's the most healthiest thing you could do, talk to your speaker and say, invite both parties. Let's have a work session. And I'm I don't okay think she, she's not opposed to that. She'll, she'd be happy to do that. We would love that. But you guys got to show up. That's the problem. Oh, I'll be there. That's the problem. That's the real problem. Yeah, I'm just kidding. But, but anyways, I just wanted to get that off my chest. There's a lot of shit that I'm working on, and there is a lot. And, and Delmore did raise a good question. Like, how much can I do? I don't know. I'm getting so tired. I'm just exhausted because... I'm exhausted all the time, man. I just... But yours is like so... I can't surface. do this job again. What'd you say? <laughs> Yours is just strictly water, bro. That's it. And your tobacco legislation, you 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 look at it every once in a while, and then that's about it. You just no, we support you 110 percent, Carl Slater. You're you're the man. You're gonna get it done. You're gonna go down in history. Yo, man. make a it's screen right. share. I'm gonna show you guys my schedule in the last two weeks. I'm just fuck with you, dude. But no, yeah. I appreciate you know that that's that's my getting shit off my chest this evening. Like it's a lot of shit that's happening with the nation and. Kind of disappointing, but I see there there is optimistic in regards to like bringing more awareness to it. I think that's my role is just trying to help the council and leadership not to criticize them too much. 
I think a lot of times we do criticize them, but it's part of the, it's part of their leadership. They have to take that too. But there's also positive criticism. Have you guys ever dated someone who like listens or follows the pod or like hooked up with someone? I got multiple. That's 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 confidential, man. What are you talking? Yeah, about? why are you going to ask those kind of questions? Why are you bringing that up? You right those now? kind of questions. Come on, now. yeah. <clears throat> really? No, I was I will say that got like. With each other, it doesn't count. With each other, it doesn't count. With each other, it doesn't cricket, count. Cricket, that's gay. With a constituent, I got 405,000, no. sorry, 404,999 other Navos that are under my But you don't, no, pair. read the relocation people out. That's about uh, 200,000. Yeah, that's not 200,000. 100,000. I, I was you a spelling bee judge yesterday out in you Pinyon. I am worried about the future of the Navajo Nation after being a spelling bee judge. That's fucked up. Why would you say that? Was it Navajo? No, oh, it was English. Uh, it was Navajo. It would probably be easier because like, if you know how to spell words wait, in Navajo the right what way. What grade were they like, in, though? But what grade were they in? It was uh, first through third and then fourth through Stop. eighth. Don't hate on them. The first through third was better than the fourth through eighth. Maybe they come from a family that was relocated. A lot of them were. They're, it was in Pinyon. No, you know what justification that I heard from Oto So when he, I asked him and he said, well, the numbers don't show up where the relocation families relocated to fam- like communities that already have resources. So that's why they're justifying that those families then it, they relocated to different population, and that's what justified the federal government to say we can't give schools, hospitals, um, ho- you know, police departments, fire departments, those resources that they originally did say, it doesn't account for the people that actually would be leaving those communities because they would be relocated to like communities like Delco and Chinle, Shiprock, Tuba City. I didn't know this is a relocation it, podcast. But like, yeah. I asked a question and neither of you responded. <laughs> well, shit! I just came from a relocation. Come on, I'm trying to educate you as a delegate on our well, issues. Thank you for bringing that to the pod today, man. I'm glad yeah. we were able to cover that topic. I know you uh, guys comprehensively. For those of you listening to this yeah. podcast, Adrian he turned beet red and smirked and grinned. So I think he's probably hooked up with someone, Herschel. We know he's I been he's been syllabus for a long time, and he uh, he doesn't drink anymore, so he doesn't he doesn't need one. I you know I don't yeah. Mm, he yeah. he's still caught up on that one X. I wonder Love about it, uh, Delmar. He's never gonna get over. Her. He's never gonna Dude, get Delmar, over. Delmar, I think, I think he has a couple of guys that he that slides in. I think so too. He, he did. Up with. He, did yeah. he did admit it though. He did admit that guys do hit him up. But, Who are your your Hopi nemesis? Carl, Carl and Jamie. Yeah, maybe those are his homeboys. He's your c- yeah. sleeper oh, secret agent. Yeah, that's why you don't want no beef. That's why he doesn't. He wants to keep. He doesn't want any Navajo beef. beef. Yeah. You think we should yeah. apologize to? That's Carl's the name of my beef. podcast, Navajo Beef. Hell yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. Navajo Beef podcast. Yeah, that's a good one. I have so much Navajo beef. Oh my god. Where's the beef? Where's I can't wait beef? until I'm not a delegate just to like tell people how awful everyone is. Damn. What? You could do it now if you want. I yeah. could do it now. You guys want me to talk about what one of my colleagues did today? Okay, do what one, do? please. I'll do one. Okay, I think I told you a few. Actually, I probably did. But a few weeks ago, Vince James brought a, a legislation. It was like <laughs> $1.8 million to help construct a water line, which you know is the obligation of the federal government. 
IHS has hundreds of millions of dollars sitting in their bank account to do this. And then they have billions across the nation that they haven't drawn down on. Um, and so he was trying to shake the nation down for like almost $2 million. Then he got up and what? Instead of going after IHS federal money, he wanted to get, yeah, he was claiming there's a shortfall. He didn't clearly identify what the projects are. So then I went and met with IHS afterward. Well, so then he gets on the council floor and this is before the council. And he says, I don't know why you're bringing up these issues. IHS tried to call you and get in contact with you and email you and all these things. And you never responded. And IHS was sitting right next to him. I mean, he's, you know, he's a very sarcastic, sassy person. He's totally unprofessional and not a leader in my mind. You know, in any other context. Are you you're talking shit about your own? Stop, please. This is not the beef podcast, man. I thought you guys wanted some beef. No, I mean, I'll, I, I mean, he was incredibly insulting to me and he lied on the council floor about me and, and saying that I'd done these things. And then I did like a, a point of order or privilege or whatever after the legislation was done. It didn't pass because of the issues I raised. So he was all ticked <laughs> off. I gave him an out too. I said, we could table this so that we can try and figure out what's going Everybody on. And then maybe that. we'll yeah. come and fund it later. But like no one's, it's not a life or death situation in the next couple of weeks. We can get this information. Oh, dang. And then, and then he's like, no, I don't want to table it. No, 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 no. And then his legislation failed. So like he wow. took a huge risk and he got the egg in his face and now he's whatever. But I go and meet with, I or sorry, I do that point of order or privilege or whatever. And I'm like, uh, speaker, I need you to keep the decorum in the chamber. You know, there's people making allegations. I said, here's all my emails. Here are both of my cell phones. I don't have a single Damn. call or a single email from the Indian Health Service saying that they would like to talk to me about these things. I did get something while the legislation was being discussed. And I said, you just lied on the floor. He was trying to embarrass and diminish me and say that, you know, oh, well, you're not doing this or that. Then I go and meet with IHS a week later. Was it a week later or a couple of days later? They're like, yeah, we just got a call like 15 minutes before Nabi. <laughs> and they, he's like, I need you here, blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> then you're like, okay, so you actually aren't really working with them. And then I asked, so why aren't you guys funding this project? They're like, oh, we will. We have, this other, we have this other pot of funding for cost overages and we'll address it with that. And so <laughs> I was just like, so this guy lied about my behavior. He lied about IHS. He, he's lying to his people right now that they're not going to be able to complete the project. And then he's trying to jump the line, right? I have all these water projects in my district where funding was allocated either while or before I was a delegate. Navajo Nation funds. And yeah. they have not finished those projects. It's like, okay, so you just want to jump ahead of all of my community. Yeah. And that's the thing that irks me. You know, it's just, we, it's not going to make it go faster. You're just trying to you're just trying to make it look good to your constituents. And I got a, I got a question yeah. for you, Carl. I mean, it's good insight information on you guys' beef, but how do you guys deal with you, you look at issues, you don't have a grudge against them on other issues, right? Is that how you work as a delegate? Or do you just like, you know what? Fuck him, I don't want to work. Oh no, he he he's never likes me. He he's undermined me at every way. He has other there's other colleagues, you know, he's very close with delegate Charles Newton who has done similar things to me. Um, he's the one that's holding this peyote issue up to, and you know that it's it's crazy what she's holding up. Um, but anyways, that's crazy. Like, I don't know. You- but the thing is, like, if you lie on the council floor to the public, then yeah, I'm going to call you out because that's my integrity and that's how I do my work. 
And like he's the chair of the Hess committee now, and he doesn't mm-hmm. understand how IHS works. He doesn't understand how Doty works, you know, the Department of Education. Mm-hmm. You know, you talk to IHS and like, mm-hmm. sorry, I- you talk to a lot of partners about what's going on with the Hess committee right now, and it's not a good reflection on the Navajo Nation. I've requested four times to be on the Hess committee, and I heard he kind of bottlenecks and restricts certain people that. And come you know why. To- you know why? Like I'm telling you, he's an ally of someone who doesn't like you. And that's it. It's this very, and then what he did is he was projecting, right? Today he was saying, it's very, very interesting how certain delegates get picked on and blah, blah. It's like, do you know how many legislations you brought to us for funding? And then we've had to go back and pass new legislations to fix the funding issues. He was trying to get like a fire truck and all this stuff. And in the past council, we've had to pass multiple legislations in this council to address those issues where he screwed yeah. up in the legislation. Like, he couldn't get it done. He couldn't get it across the finish line. And he's coming back to us. And it's like, okay, well, where's your credibility now? You know, but because Lean yeah. Bitsui likes him, Lean Wild Indian, then, you know, <laughs> he, that, he that's did. what I don't like. Yesterday, I will say this, uh, add on to your beef, uh, and, and I kind of have beef with him too, other issues, but th- he did throw his colleagues under the bus um regards to like saying certain things about what the people are requesting saying like you know i'm the only one here my commissioners are not here all this and then he talked about developing you know a committee for the for the community people underneath the commission and there's language in there that he looked into it and said that but basically he threw otoso kind of on the bus and otoso came back today and he explained the law he explained the settlement based on like kind of like what you said damn this is a relocation fucking pot but anyway <laughs> He corrected what Vince James said to the people, and I was like, wow, okay. Uh, Otoso knows the language. He knows the law. He's been in this for, what, eight, nine years? Like he's been, He understands the, the, the legitimacy of speaking to the law and how that reflects what you could do as delegates. Where Vince James is more like a, a wishy-wash kind of, okay, this is what you want. I, I'll, I'll do, I'm going to get it done, or I'm going to do this for you. Or, and it's like he didn't speak really to the law. I don't know. It, it's... But I understand that he threw him under the bus, which is kind of, I don't And I don't yeah. get along with Vince James, to be honest. I don't. It's like, I, I mean, tried. I've, I've tried to have like really positive relationships with all my colleagues, but you know, I, I don't know what it is. I, I mean, I do know what it is. I, there's a lot of things. You I mean, I think a lot up. of my colleagues are prejudiced because I'm mixed. They're prejudiced because I'm like complected. They're prejudiced because I don't speak Navajo fluently. And they've made that very clear. Like Ricky oh, was insulting my pronunciation of one of my chapters at the yeah. RDC meeting. And it's like, yep. well, you brought an incredible amount of shame on the council with your behaviors during the 24th council. And you've never yep. apologized to any of us about it. You know, like- and, 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 and I don't know if we're going to delete this. And Eugenia did tell me, and I told you this, that don't work with Carl on peyote and cultural stuff because he's not traditional. He doesn't believe in peyote. Yeah, well, it's Our, like I am traditional, but I wasn't raised with peyote. It doesn't mean yeah. it's like, oh, because I had running water, I can't advocate for people with running water, or I can't try and help them or get their roads fixed. Like, it's such a ridiculous logic. It's an absolutely ridiculous logic, and it just shows you the character of these people. They want to be right. the hero, right? But right now, they're holding things up. Man. I don't know, man, but yeah, you definitely need to get a pod, bro. It'd be the Carl Slater beef, tell all pod. Navajo Nation Council slash. Like I said, I'm not running for re-election. Like people should know about the the character of the leadership that they have because it's not just substance and issues. Like I raised all these issues with Delegate James legislation that were substantive. He ignored them. He didn't agree with them. He just tried to play on people's heartstrings. 
than not address anything. And I've had similar situations with other delegates in legislation. And mm-hmm. if you're not going to address the substantive issues and you're just going to try and emotionally manipulate people, right? Like those are mm-hmm. gaslighters. Those are people that use emotional manipulation yeah. instead of logic. Then we yeah. are doing the same thing that has gotten us to this state. And that's what I said on the council for today, that there's no reason to create this us versus them. And I'm getting picked on whatever you're just trying to project that sort of mm-hmm. paradigm to make you seem to, to demonstrate your grievance and that somehow you are, are being unjustly, whatever. It's like, she's no, she's we're allowed to have different opinions and we need to talk about them. If you don't know how to talk about disagreements, which is what these delegates do, they don't know how to disagree yeah, and be civil. Exactly. Then it's just, there's, there's no common ground there. So like, how am I supposed to make common ground if someone just says, oh, well, because you have running water, then your opinion doesn't matter. And it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, do you have yeah, that's why, you do too, that's so why I brought up the, that's why I brought up the point. It's like, do you, I mean, I asked you a question earlier. I asked you, do you look at primary like on just issues and it, it, like it's something's really cool that Vince James doing, you support that because it's an issue that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If I agree yeah. with the substance or the policy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot of the, your colleagues don't, and I think that's what politicians do. They, they hold grudges towards each other, and it's like they don't get shit done. And that, and that's the type of leadership I'm not. I'm not that type of person. Like I look at issues first. I look at the issue and the concern. If it's something that I support, I'll look at it and I support it. But it's not just because that person I don't like that's taking a lead on it, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say, oh, I don't like that issue is because of that person. That's that's what I see in the, in the council, and a lot of our leadership are like that. But yeah, yeah. it's totally ego driven. And I, it, it irks me to no end because it's just not the way that like I was raised and I don't know. I had like expectations of leadership that they can be dispassionate and logical, but have like a deep empathy and compassion and have a vision for the future. And there's yeah. probably like a couple of delegates that I think actually have vision on the council. Everyone else is, What's your- I think just trying to, they're just trying to address whatever they think in the near term needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. If it's like getting, they're like this community voted me in. So I need to make sure I, Mm-hmm. get money for that road or something you know and and that's it it's not how do we create a system that produces the best results for our people we talked to delegate yanito uh, for the first time today man he's pretty smart i mean he's he's okay yeah i, I think mean, he's a lot of really you know he's a grazing fish a lot of interesting ideas about like land management land management a lot of different issues up in utah um, he was telling education. me some shit about about what's going on like in i think europe or china and how corporations when i look at land and he lost me i was his mind was totally way anyways he was proposing that to like percy deal and, and we're talking and he was way out there brings a, a concept that it's really unique in regards to developing like having looking at world banks and corporations to looking at the resources that could be brought to the nation when it comes to land management economics and all i i, I got lost i don't know i'm just yeah, but I mean, private property is like the fundamental essence of all those things. So we don't yeah. have that. I mean, we could have a version of it. Could have without, it. That's what he was talking about, and I got lost in that. But He's, he was too advanced for him, bro. There isn't the there isn't the political courage to do something like that, and there also isn't. I, I don't know the intellectual yeah. capacity of leadership right now to understand that. Like we're people don't understand ARPA. They don't understand complex issues on the council floor. So, man. Well, I don't, it's eight, yeah, it's kind of late, but I appreciate this conversation. I definitely would like to have a conversation with you, Carl, because there's a lot of shit that I'd like to just kind of just discuss and see where it goes. And I like the brainstorming, I like the conversation. But, all right, bro. 
Yeah, I wish Adrian Chapman, but Adrian, come on, bro. What's your question? I don't know anything about this topic. It's 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 interesting. Very much in this job. I'm just like I have no idea what like it doesn't affect me. So sorry, guys. I can't I can't weigh in on it. Well. Since it's Black History Month, and I will leave this off with the Afro-Indigenous community. Oh, uh, yeah. You wanted to talk about the Afro-Indigenous community. Shout out to him. because I should definitely not that. talk about the Afro-Indigenous community. That's I'm good. not going to talk <laughs> negatively. I'm going to talk the honest truth, like you said, Carl. I speak the truth, and it's reality of the facts that I've foreseen. <laughs> the fact is I have a problem with the Afro-Indigenous community. I did think <laughs> He's like, I'm, like uh, I'm not going to say anything, but I got a problem. It really is the Afro-Indigenous Anyways. What we're hearing and what we're understanding is a lot of these African indigenous people in the urban communities are moving forward and really trying to be involved with the community for the last couple, like the last decade or so. But they're being rejected because I don't know. There's there's a, there's a conflict between them and and being working with like the Indian or Indian tribes in the communities or urban urban Indian uh, communities. Uh, on some of their cultural teachings and values. And it seems like a lot of the Afro-Indigenous people are taking over that and they're starting to practice it. And one of the main concerns that we're seeing in New York and New Jersey, and, and there's there's a, a group that's really moving forward to giving certified traditional practitioner licenses for them to move forward and say, I'm a certified Indigenous licensed person that could use yeah. these plants in a certain way yeah. for ceremonies for our people. And they're developing yeah. that into 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 these these therapeutic models and they're using yeah. our way of life okay, that that is a huge a yeah. huge set of topics i wish i could anyways that, <laughs> that shout out to the afro indigenous community it's like stop that please understand there's boundaries of how you could and, and in the backlash is they're saying to these natives now they're saying you know what you guys are racist against black people you guys well, are, we are me as a black well, no, I, I, as a I can imagine Navajo. There's, you know, there's a lot of Navajos in New York City. I can imagine them being skeptical of people who are disconnected from traditional practices all of a sudden coming in and claiming to to be and able to authentically, are, you know, treat people, especially in that context. And I don't know all the facts of what you're talking about, but you know, growing up in, in Maryland and D.C. on the East Coast, you know, when I wasn't back out here, a lot of the native people or people who would claim to be native would be uh black folks black. and they, they did the mm -hmm. same thing that white people saying that i have oh i got a little cherokee in me i got like this or that but, um but the, but, 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 but but let me say something but, 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 because i think they're so aggressive though that's the that's the who? This sounds wildly racist. What do you say? You're it saying is. black see, people are aggressive? I'm, I'm hearing, I'm translating. I, I have not experienced this, but I'm saying my friends in urban communities, they're saying they're oh, aggressive. Oh, I see what you're saying. They're, okay, okay. they're aggressive saying like, you're saying, they're saying you're racist just because you don't like me because I'm black. It's not that. It's because they're culturally- Or they're asking about like, who claims you? Who claims yeah, you? Yeah. And, and, and Being indigenous is not, is not about just a personal self-identity. Fundamental it, value exactly. is about you your relationship accepted. to community, community, and everything like that, and that's what they're trying to teach them. But then now they're developing their own community, and they're saying, "Okay, if you guys don't accept yeah. us, we'll do what we're going to do." And it's the urban. I think it's a conversation that's happening out there, and I think we've always had it here on Navo because we have different. You know, we have a lot of uh, you know, and for my family, like I mentioned, I, we say "nakai nakai nakai legend." That's what we say. That's my family. And that's how we say it. But there's new terms coming out. But then it's like they're aggressive to really try to educate and making sure that we're seeing it correctly and how they look at it. But at the same time, it's like you got to give a generational change into that. We're, we're trying to transition to be more a little appropriate. But yes, but you're 
But anyways, but I think those are like two. I think there's a lot of different. I think like the on reservation, like there's a lot of. I think was it that is Mm -hmm. um, what people have said is a more politically correct term, and I I mean I've just seen incredible prejudice. Like you look at Ridmila Cody, she's like discriminated against like so much in like so so many like public places, and I have a cousin. He he has a friend who's uh, Navajo and black and. I don't know. I just I have no problem with that. I have no problem with like you know mix 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 uh, now with the natives and whatnot. But I think when sometimes when they're over aggressive and taking our cultural knowledge and information and, and benefiting it from it, but saying yeah, but it's not, it. I mean, it's not. I, if you're really like, uniquely singling too, out it? black people and black yeah. Asians are doing that, then isn't it theirs too? I don't know. But yeah, exactly. But there's all but there's all these like white people or like mixed people who come into native communities. And that's been a huge thing with like the pretendian thing is like they come in, they learn a lot and they share it among other people who are disconnected or don't have the knowledge. And then they're like inculcated in the community. So these people stand up and be like, well, they shared this with me. You're like, okay, but it's under like false pretenses and you don't like know exactly how authentic it is. Yeah. I don't know. There's there's a lot to all of that, man. You're, You're biting off a lot here and. I, I know, know I'm gonna get some hate on that, but we I'm don't just have enough little, time to get little, into it. <laughs> yeah, and if you look at the the Native uh, magazine, actually, it's called the Native. What is it called? Native Ma- Ma- Native Max magazine. They recognize three Afro Indigenous. Uh, that's still a thing. That's what I'm talking about. They're they're moving Native Max. Yeah, exactly. They're giving pra- they're giving them practitioner rights to be practitioners in regards to providing these types of services. Oh, you, so that was reported in a magazine. Yeah, Science and me. we call the National Congress for American Indians. They in Native American church organizations. They called their, these people out. They called King Sun out on this, and she's not listening. And she's gonna get the bad, you know. At, and this is what we're trying to bring to the council too, but in in a healthy way, not in a negative, not in a podcast way, like how we're doing it. But I think it's really interesting, though. I mean, it's Africa. It's African American Month, so I brought it. It's not really hate, but it's just awareness on what's going out there in in, in Indian country. They are part native, and I understand that, but I don't know. Well, I'm these are conversations where we need to be gentle and understanding of one another. Because, but why? I think there's things that, like you said, that could definitely be taken the wrong way, or maybe you meant them that way. And there's things that yeah. I probably said that maybe same care. thing. But on what the I- other side of the table, you have people who are claiming things that you know it's it can be super offensive, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like. Oh, well, this is sacred, whatever. And you're like, well, it's not sacred to us. You know, people always bring up like white sage and all that stuff. And you're like, well, you know, there's things here and there. And I don't know, all sorts of different things. And it it gives this image that we're essentially a monolith. Like we're one Mm -hmm. people. Yeah, we are. We are, but like there's boundaries and respect. We're not one culture. (laughs) We're not one people either. I don't know. It's hard, man. It's a hard you conversation. Guys, guys, guys We're divided. Do you claim Apaches? Huh? What? Do you do you claim Apaches? Oh yeah, I'm starting to. One people. Do you do you claim the Athabascans up in Alaska and Canada? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Tibetans okay. too. Still questionable. Like, some of the I like Apaches. How you said that. Do you claim um, Apache? Do you claim? Uh, well, I don't want the people Canadian. on the podcast here. I'm just talking to us. Oh, well, yeah, sure. Um, there's this, there's this one. God damn it! I'm gonna claim, I'm gonna claim Hopi official claiming them. Never run for office now. We're making um, that peace. 
You need to reconnect with your community. You need to move back from yeah. Winslow, man. That's you dude, need, you need to relocation, re- bro. Re- I'm hurt. You need I'll to let re- me heal. You need to relocate. You need to reconnect with let your, me heal, damn with your it. Side. Let me have a voice where the forgotten people. I mean, wait, wait. Let me ask you a question before you before this ends. Have you guys ever seen the show Shorzy on Hulu? No, uh, there's there's quite a few natives sure, in it, sure, sure. but there's one of the hockey players that I really like. Sure, sure. It's it's a show about like a, a hockey team. Um, it's kind of a spinoff from Letterkenny, and he's he's Dene. I think that's how you say. It. I don't really know how you say it up in Canada. Um, but there's a bunch of native actors. It's cool. What's, to the, have one. Uh, what's it? What's the name of it again? Shorezy, like Shorezy. you know the seashore and then S Y. Oh. No, I haven't heard it, but I heard of it. I have Hulu, so I've seen it. Yeah, it's it's it funny. And I think if you've ever like been in a locker room or like sports stuff, you'd you'd appreciate it too. Locker room talk? But they have like they have natives. They got like three they're all named Jim, 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 and Jim from like the local reserve up there. And they're like the That's brawlers. <laughs> they come out as like ah. There's some there's the some cornball writing in it, but there's some like just absolutely vicious take. No, I I actually started watching the one you recommended to us. Um, it's the one with, on Netflix with the, the Schindler's List. No, is it Schindler's? No, no, no Schindler's List. What the fuck? I don't know that. That's too harsh. That that, that takes that was for, that Holocaust joke was for Adrian, but um, yeah, yeah, chill out. We don't got time for that, but um. You, you don't want to get into it. Yeah, you don't yeah. want you start you, Holocaust with relocation. Mm-hmm. Very similar, bro. Don't let me get out. Damn. Are we talking about Palestine? But we're talking not yeah. hundred years ago. We're talking about just the other day. But anyway, it's not that important to you. But um, the one show you're showing on Netflix with the the guy that was facilitating the alcohol. Uh, uh, I can't remember the movie, the show of it. It's funny though. The guy is a therapist. He's a therapist for alcohol AA meetings that they hit. Oh, yeah. What was that show called? I wanted to keep watching it. I'm on season three now. It's fucking funny. Milk Loud? Milk Milk Loud, yeah. Milk Loud. That's what it is. That's his last name. No, it's not. Louder Milk. Louder Louder Milk. milk. (laughs) Sorry, my pronunciation. I totally forgot about that show. Yeah, I need to get back into it. I I stopped watching it. It's good. It has like, what, seven, eight seasons? Oh, it does? I thought it was only like two or three. No, I'm on season three now. It, it's hilarious, bro. So yeah, you guys should that. watch that. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I watched the first one. It was pretty good. It helps with my alcoholism. Yeah. Did I say that? Uh, you don't have alcoholism. It's like, it's alcoholism. like going to meetings, but you don't have to go to meetings. Yeah, you don't have to go to meetings. You get to laugh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, it's helping me with my syllabus. Can I say that? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll see you guys. Uh, thanks for getting me canceled. Appreciate it. What? Yeah, no, nobody listens to this pod. Nobody dude. listens anyway. to this pod. Like only the Hopis do. So you're okay, yeah. man. So Just the all the shit that you say about Hopis, you're you're welcome to hate. You guys, should, you guys should definitely have like a beef pod. I, I want to come on the beef pod. No, you don't. You like a like a whole episode just beef and beef. <laughs> yeah, just be like, like trying to start beef? beefs. No, no, don't do oh, shout yeah. outs. Do you like do you like beefs at the end of your episode? Like, yeah, I'm trying to start beef with like. Can we start now? Yeah. And so. Your beef is yeah. with uh, no. I should not. I can't. My no, shout out to DC haters. United. You can just see my background. Haters. Yeah, what's DC United? Explain that. You can't just give a shout out without who they are. Soccer team. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. From, from where do you think? Uh, DC. Dinner College. The DC United? area. I didn't know Dinner College has <laughs> a college. Yeah, they're from Salem, actually. Yeah. Nice. Shout out to uh, DPI. 
Shout out to Carl's brother over there and uh, his own. He's not cult. a part of DPI. I don't know what you're saying. He's associated to Nick College in some way. I don't know, but there's a cult happening there. Shout out to the underground Jewish business uh, underneath the chambers. Carl's the chairperson of that. Shout out to. See, yeah, we should do some beef shout outs. I see what you're saying now. I like that. But man, we, we get canceled if I do. No, but like you're shouting, you're, it's gonna be like the, uh, it's gonna be like a shout out to say that we want beef with you. That means like we recognize you and we see you. Oh, shout, and, shout, okay. I see. And we say, want shout beef. Out, now we want shout beef. Shout out to Carl yeah, and J Man. We want the smoke. Shout yeah, out to Carl and J Man, especially Carl, or, or especially Suta. Can you come up with like a better name for that guy? Because I don't. I don't like Sutha either. We're not friends anymore. So Justin is his name. What a no, It's like he was trying to embarrass Justin. you by posting a photo of you from college. Like, how is that going to be embarrassing? Just you weren't even like doing anything like weird. It's not like your shirt was off and you were like wrestling people in like a. <laughs> would, would I be embarrassed in that? Is that what you're saying? I do it right now. <laughs> the rest of what I was about to describe would have been pretty embarrassing for you if that was released. But, you know, I don't know. People, you're a young person. You're Jeez, growing. You know? you're, like, this is. I'm not that young, bro. I'm not 32 years no, old. No, no, I'm just saying in principle when you're in college, like it's just like oh, if you're the 19, picture, not yeah. in college, you oh. know, like well, did you see how many beers there were? I mean No, I didn't. I were they like, all your beers? Don't... Were you holding drinks or something? I don't remember. So it's like, yeah. I do not remember. Like, who justified these this picture? That's what I said. Did I get consent? <laughs> you know? That's my beef. I was like, I was pissed. No, no it But it's not. You can have a Carl. fun time and still be like a good person and respectful, you know. Like it just, I don't, I don't get it. No, you can still no beef drinking. respectfully. You could beef respectfully. Is that yeah? No, I got beef with the Navo yeah. Beef Program. That's who I'm. I'm taking them down. We're going. Oh, they, they. It was good. I had three. Got beef with the night, Office bro. of Navo Hopi Indian Relocation. I got beef with Dang. a few of my colleagues who have not been. You so in the water rights issue? Who do we got beef with? Arizona. Yeah. Arizona, mm-hmm. Secretary Holland. Jeez. Yeah. Carl, you're going to get us uh, canceled. Or you're going to get us too hyped. Like, we're, we're, we, don't wait, we don't need more listeners. Please, later. I'm, I'm making jokes here, man. I'm not even like, come on. Oh. How do I have Do we really have beef with Holland? I don't know. Do you have beef with it? Do you have beef with Carl? Uh, I'm not going to get there. I, can't, I, need our legis- I, can't. I need our legislation to pass, bro. Like That's what I'm trying to tell you right now. Stop. Vince James, he, Vince James, Eugenia Charles doing. He apologizes. I wish I could tell you about the other things that like they've done that are just like if you heard it, you're you like, should, wow. Put, put it in here, your bro. memoir. Come on, put it in my memoir. Give, it, yeah. give yeah. us a little sneak peek. See your pod, or just type it out. Right okay, time. enough of this. But DC United plays this Saturday. We want to see him come back and be dominant, and then on Sunday. Care about yeah. Cup final? Is that on Telemundo? No, it's on uh, Apple TV. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then the which I, I, need to, I need to buy one of the things for Apple TV. Um, he said Telemundo. That's fucked. That's, that's, that's where they play the bro. the Liga Liga Amigos games. Um, you guys are horrible, <laughs> man. Shout out to the high school basketball. They're, they're going to high school. <laughs> Is it a championship game? I don't know who's going, but. Shout out to them. It's uh, Chinley girls, Page girls, and Winderock girls. Damn. Damn, really? We got some Arnavo people in there. Shout out to them, man. Shit. Yeah. The girls always kick though. ass. They, it's, yeah. 
right. I think it's because there's like more parody with height. I don't know. Damn. Shout out to Sun King. If you guys don't know who she is, go look her up. Um, shout out to Trump with his new shoes came out releasing. It's because they had their kid out though. That's why. Oh, I'm gonna say shout guys out to the champions of the uh, and the runners up in the spelling bee that I was at yesterday. No, you can't hate on them. And give there them a was. Shout out that. Come on, I was just teasing. Um, but there were some that I was like, okay, it's like one first graders and second graders. No, I'm saying the first, on, the first through third grade, those kids kicked ass. Those kids did great. The problem is, is that I think they combine all of the fourth through eighth grade words, so like. It's just in one big list that you have to study. So if you're like in fourth grade, it's going to be pretty hard to remember how to spell aggression. You know, <laughs> like if you're in eighth grade, I think you should know how to spell aggression. You know, <laughs> I feel sorry for people who have speech impediment like me growing up. Uh, I apologize on behalf of Doug. He doesn't know the struggle. Um, the, the, yeah. And he was probably making fun of you when he said, this kid can't fucking spell. Get him off the stage. That's I not that's, what I said at all. What are you talking about? God. I'm just saying you're thinking that. That's what I'm saying. So I apologize. That's about a fucked up thought, dude. That's a fucked up thought to have. Why would Carl say some shit about this? So he's not thinking. He's not saying it, but he's thinking it, right? Yeah, that's a fucked up thought. Yeah. Have you guys ever been? If you said that. I'm not was, sure I would know how to spell it. <laughs> I was pretty good, to be honest. I was always in a top three, two in spelling bees. Um, I was tested into Gates, even though I had my speech impediment. What was your what's your uh I just I slur shit sometimes. I don't know how to pronounce stuff. It's not an issue. Rez, rez I think there's that, my simulation out, process. It's when I moved from Winderock to, to Winslow. Maybe that's what <laughs> it is. Fuck I'm, I'm healing, man. It's trauma, bro. It's trauma. I'm healing. I'm so happy you're processing all this right now. I know at what almost 40 years old. <laughs> fucking like what's wrong with me. See, that's what's wrong right now. Better late than never, though. You know, you don't want to go to your Live your whole yeah. life that way. Yeah. You guys are fucked up. Anyways, shout out. I'm done. I think That's the uh, other name. Wait, <laughs> better late than never. And then the Navajo Beef Podcast. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's a good one. All right, man. I'm out. Peace. Thanks, Carl, Peace. for joining Peace. us, man. Appreciate it.